all over the place with this. It's fine. It's fine that we're all over the place because the music's playing over us. Welcome, everybody, to Kicking with the Compas. I'm Sam Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Excellence, and I'm Kicking with the Compas. And the Compas are, if you don't know Spanish, which I don't, but I know this word, uh, are compadres. JJ, who's also here, you speak Spanish. What would you describe as a compa or a compadre? A compa? Well, honestly, I've only ever heard it with uh, my parents using it. That's usually like, you know, what it literally sounds like, a compadre, my co-father. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. And so I'm pretty sure if I had a kid, I could push that kid to either one of these people, including JJ. Welcome, everybody. JJ's here. Hey, they can't see up? you. They can't see you, JJ. So they need to get your voice code now. Why in the fuck did I wave then? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a drink. You can't do that. And joining me on the other side of the internet, by the way, for those Twitch watchers, they're like, "Why is there no video?" It's because we're we're not a video podcast right now. This is all audio, baby, old school. But on the other side of the chair, we have the other Mexican from the border. We have hi. I'm trying to do like an old timey thing, but I really don't know how to do it because I can't make a a yellowish hue over us. You, <laughs> you just you just sounded like an old prospector. Hi, hi, Margaret. My, I'm going for gold up in there. There are mountains right there. That's the exact vibe I was going for. Thank you for carrying it for me. You're welcome. Uh, Land McGucket. I'm here. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is the old timey podcast. My name is Skippy O Gonzalez, and and over there we have Juan Jose. How you doing, Juan Jose? I mean, what? it is pretty ridiculous. I just called you Juan Jose a- instead of Jesus Jose, <laughs> whatever your fucking real name is. It was another alternate old timey version of you, JJ. Come on, go with it. <laughs> We'll just keep changing his name. It'll be like a running <laughs> gag that people try to figure out what the two J's stand for, even though we probably already said the answer. Oh, we have already, but that, that's in the early episodes. We're going to be a thousand episodes in, and no one's going to know which episode we said it on. I know. I called myself a JoJo at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so all so, the yeah. weaves will appreciate that. <laughs> and all the weaves will appreciate that. And Marco's old-timey ass. And we also have... Tommy, don't do an old-timey voice because it'd just be too stereotypical. We have... Yeah, it sounds like Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon or some shit. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> just sound. Yeah, I'm not going to say what you're going to sound like. It just. Oh. Yeah, oh, there you go. The crows from Dumbo. That's good, clean fun. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That'll, that'll work. That's not offensive in yeah, any My name's Tommy. You ever seen an elephant fly? I ain't never seen that. No, really. I haven't stop, seen that. Stop, 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 stop. I'm doing the impression of the crows. Marcos. Even better, I could be the old man in Song of the South. Oh, Uncle Remus? Is it on Disney Plus yet? No, no, I, I'm no. sure it'll be there. With a disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> this is not representative of how we feel now. It was representative of the time. <laughs> wow, it would just be old-timey Mexican prospector Sam and his Uncle Remus. Just Yeah, yeah. That's on sounds... Speedy Gonzalez in there somewhere. Well, that's, that's right. That's measure. 1940s. I guess he could still go in the timeline. Yeah, he's wearing like yeah. literal like I don't know that. What's the like that whole like an, uniform? Like an, old, like an old bandit or some shit. Yeah, like a yeah, he, yeah, he's like an he's old bandit. Bandito. He's a charro. Yeah, it's... that's what I was trying to get at. So those are those are <laughs> those are cowboy era, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Well, kind of. Yeah, yeah, close enough. <laughs> yeah, you can make the argument. What that would our... you consider cowboy era? Because it's really ten years that people 
keep exaggerating to be more than that. It was like uh, 18, 18, like 87 to like 1920. Like, no, 1920 oh, is already, already modern. That's, like, that's where you got 15. that math from. What? I said, you've been playing Red Dead. That's where that math came from. Right. right. No, yeah, 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 for sure. But it was only like literally the game is at the end of it, which is like 1912. And so it was probably all done by 1920 because they had like industry. Red and, Dead 1 ends and, by that point. Yeah, so, it was way over by that point. By then, gangsters had Tommy guns and shit like that. Like it's the cowboy era is post Civil War to like 18 to like 1889. When, yeah. the when the car shows up, that's when the yeah, that's that's my is. thing, right? <laughs> yeah, when when cars are invented, yeah, cowboy shit's over with. What me. the horseless carriage? That'll never stick on. <laughs> it, it's not even cars; it's trains. Once you could just move cows with trains, it was over. It's like, all right, guys, <laughs> go start uh, making like, this horse bullshit. That's <laughs> just isn't that just the most American thing? Like. Yeah, this was a really cool time. We could just carry guns, kill people sometimes if we wanted to. Tommy, we Texas, only did it. Texas we is only trying did to go like back 10 to that. years. Well, I know. <laughs> just say Texas was like that 10 now. fucking years. But like, there's dude. so many times that reach like that kind of uber romanticism. Like pirates only existed yeah. for like 30 yeah. years. Yes, <laughs> they really did. People don't realize that. Yeah, pirates were super insignificant in the grand scheme. Like they were around for three years. They didn't really do as much shit as people make them out to have done. And like, just people just love the idea of pirates. And they all had rickets and yeah. <laughs> just all of them. But no, man, that's the thing. This is, you know, there's going to be, because this is going to go on for even less than time than that. I think there's going to be quarantine uh, fantasizers, like the fucking teens of like 40 years from now. They're going to be like, man, I wish I was alive during the plague. And then they're going to be wearing like gas masks and fa- paper masks and shit. And they're going to try to make it trendy. And it's going to be totally in bad taste. But I'm here for it. I'm I'm Is pretty it sure there's already like porn parodies of this quarantine like oh, being uploaded to Pornhub. That's the, that's the first porn thing. parody if you're really in quarantine right now, though? Uh, Yes, because... More the... current events, right? Current <laughs> event porn? Uh, hmm. Because <laughs> they're this really is a philosophical quandary that I hadn't expected. <laughs> what up? Yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, who's I'm, fading? Nope, that was me. I'm sorry. I was just. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? I thought, that, I thought that was TJ's ghost trying to join the me podcast. Too. <laughs> no, it was you guys talking on my phone because I was checking the audio and I kept clicking the button by accident. So, uh, yeah. Long story short. We're okay. We sound great. We look great. Uh, there are porn parodies of people in quarantine. The ultimate Dark Slayer says so. Uh, we're we're absolutely on the money there. There's porn parodies oh, of everything, though, man. Like that's actually one really of the things is. I took. I don't know. I like bringing this up. Excuse me, I'm burping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I b- took a porn class in college. It was uh, there's like, a class for that. Yes, yeah, is porn as a film genre? That's like I the mean, formal name of it. And it was one. Amazing. It's it's probably a science of angles is really what it comes down to. It's probably no. the easiest class in the world because yeah, that's pretty much all it could be. No, no. Wait, so what does that class lead to? Like, do do you get to intern out of porn? No. Like, what's the final? <laughs> <laughs> so the, we want what the final was. Okay, let me kind of explain it all. Because it's actually a really oh, I can class. imagine the final already. I'm pretty sure there's videos of it. Mm-mm. No, no, you guys, you guys are laughing. No, you guys are laughing. You think, you think the final is just you coming in someone's pass face? This class, yeah. you gotta suck this first. <laughs> right, you guys are nasty. No, so let me kind of describe the class. 
like the criteria. No, it's a real thing. Juan Solo, leave me alone. So, um, <laughs> that's his brother, uh, JJ's brother. So, um, the class is it's uh, porn as a film genre. It's just called pornography, and the first episode is watching Deep Throat. Episode, goddamn, first class is watching <laughs> is watching Deep Throat, and you watch Deep Throat. It's like ha ha. And actually, fun fact: Deep Throat is hilarious. Like the movie as just like a porn parody of having a girl's clitoris in her back of her throat, which is the premise of that movie. If you <laughs> forget about premise. it, that is the premise. Um, we we watch it and then we watch the like historical significance of it. Like it was a blockbuster before blockbusters. It was insane. People were going yeah. to like like imagine like the AMC down the street had a porno like pirates that one pirate like super high quality fucking high def one. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> like imagine if that was airing in a local theater this is what deep throat was and it was even funnier there was like an 80 year old woman she was like if i want to watch a dirty picture i will and it's like ew lady whatever <laughs> i just like the fact that she called them motion pictures still that's it's very sweet to me but um so so yeah so then they would go like yeah how does it uh impact the you know the world in that sense and then how it became more mainstream uh it's the most watched film genre that nobody admits to watching comedy horror porn it's one of them so people watch porn but they don't admit it they say like, it's like 40 percent of people uh admit to watching porn but like 90 percent of all internet traffic has had one visit to a porn website it's like I mean, to be Crazy. fair, when someone like asks me point blank what my favorite film genre is, porn isn't the one that comes to my head instantly. Right? <laughs> the one that absolutely comes to my head instantly. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. If there was a multiple choice quiz where someone gave me that question, oh yeah, I'll circle porn. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And so, and so, people won't admit it. Um, but people watch it. And so we started off with kind of that perception. Then we started going off with uh, it switched to like the feminist viewpoint of porn. Like, is it sexist? Is it bad? And they had like porn stars come in super scholarly, just like talking about their scenes. It's like, yeah, I was in control. Da, 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 da. And then it just culminates. You're watching more porn. And it's kind of the awkwardness goes away. Like that first day, you're like watching porn with 50, 70 people. And then by the right. end of it, you're like, oh, OK, you're watching nasty smut in front of everybody. Nobody cares because you got to fucking pass the class. So. The final, though, and this one is terrifying, which is why you guys are laughing. So we're talking. You have to make a porno. <laughs> oh, no, I've, I've, <laughs> I've done that on my own free time. Tom. <laughs> Don't ask me about my hobbies. And so um, <laughs> this one was it was about consent and it was about perception and, and even uh, racism. So the scene was a girl uh, wanted a black female wanted to, to do a slave fantasy. And with a white guy calling her every terrible, foul, filth, and flarn in the world. Right. And then she, they mm-hmm. recorded it and they shot it. And so we had to watch it. And we were like, this is somebody's fetish. Holy shit. This is super racist. This is on like a straw bed in a fucking back shack. It was crazy. <laughs> and, and he's like, you N-word this and you N-word that and you fucking do. And he's like whipping her and shit. I'm like, oh, my God. And everyone's just like, what the fuck are we watching? Why are we allowed? We are, we are, t- we are 19 to 22 years old and, and we shouldn't be watching this. And then at the end of it, they, they I need ke- an adult. I need an adult. They, they kept the camera on her. And then they were like, ultimate Dist- Dark Slayer was like, damn. They went on her. And then, like, she was kind of freaked out at the end, but then they, like, calmed her back and they brought her back. And then they interviewed her right after. And so she was like, how do you feel about that? And she goes, oh, it was it was great. I loved it. I loved every minute of it because that was her fantasy. But then we got into the moral quandary of if it's her fantasy, if it's her consent, is, does it mean that we should make this type of movie? Because now there's a movie or a video porno 
where some guy, white guy, is calling this black woman all the filth, florin and filth, n word, this and that, on the internet for people to consume and purchase. Like, it's mm-hmm. a, everyone's quiet because you don't have the answer right away, I do you? I don't know. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, so don't make fun of my porno class. It was very insightful and terrifying in a way. But um, okay, but, I, had uh, a, I guess I kind of answered the question I had, which was how how far did this go? Like, did you go into like that crazy German shit? No, no, no. <laughs> that okay. was about as far as the road trip shit. No, but but Tommy, <laughs> to, to bring it back around, um. The porn parody was like a section that we did. Like it was like a week of the 10 week schedule of going over porn parody and how that affects. Like I had to watch uh, the co- that's how I found the Cosby one. And that's why I showed it to Corey. The Cosby oh my God. <laughs> because because if you guys if you guys don't have don't it available know. to you, hold on, I think I can pull it up. I don't know if we you guys have, we have the internet, I'm sure we do. Oh no, you guys can pull it up on your own time. Uh but I do have it so that people right can hear now. it. Uh, Cosby porn parody. Um, the guy looks like Cosby and he sounds like Cosby. It's kind of fucked up. Uh, I'm gonna play it over <laughs> the especially speaker. now. Okay. You know, yeah. with was this made before <laughs> everything? <laughs> before, <laughs> before everything. So here, okay. everyone. Oh, it's really fucked up. Everyone, now, everyone, go quiet. I'm gonna play a little bit of it for the audience. In late breaking news, Bill Cosby answers the tough questions tonight. News ten. Mr. Cosby, there are all sorts of lurid accusations. These bitches, I mean, these, these fine ladies. But sweetheart, I love women. I would never do anything like that. Why don't you come over to my house and we can talk about it? Yes, bring up. That's how it works. it works. Okay, yeah, it was during the allegations. Holy shit. This, <laughs> oh. this is in terrible taste. <laughs> Like, that's like the whole premise is that it's during the allegations. Holy crap. That's, that's gross. <laughs> well, I mean, to be oh, wow. fair, the allegations have been around since God knows the when. The 80s? Yeah. <laughs> no, since like the 60s. Like he's been doing this shit literally decades. long, Way longer than like your parents have been alive. Uh, <laughs> we have old parents, Tommy. Yeah. Just saying. By the way, Ultimate Dark Slayer knows from the, the, the parody, not the parody, I'm sorry, the sequel of the porn parody, I love me's white pussy. He says that <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> he says that in there. And uh, oh, I just, any excuse, any excuse to use my Cosby impression because Jesus Christ, I can't do it anymore in good faith. No. <laughs> it's like, you know, hey guys, just put that in the lockbox. It's <laughs> probably not being used again this year. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, okay, when can I use the Cosby impression? Porn parody. You see, Rudy, Theo, and my wife, Camille. See, it's just so easy because I was fun. Now we're going back into fun facts. This is the uh, Kicking with the Compas episode, guys. There's no flow to it, there's no pattern. There's, <laughs> this is one just long, continuous intro all- until we're done. Quarantine um, madness is right. what this is. But yeah. that was the irony of the whole Cosby situation in my life was that um, Bill Cosby was the only comedy that I was allowed to listen to early in my childhood. Like, I wanted to listen to comedy. They go, yeah, listen to Cosby. He's clean. And I'm like, oh, my God. He, he was a, someone that conservatives would bring up. And it's like, see, you could do stand up and not be offensive, like, for a long time. Exactly. And. And then the allegations like just kind of came crashing down, and then it was like, I'm not sure he's the best role model. Like Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> still has that shtick of like, you see, you can be funny and not offensive, but Bill Cosby used to be up there, and 
you probably don't want to bring him up in this context again anymore. Yeah, it's no, he's just he's bad. Like like Juan Solo said, age like milk. And so I was, but I, <laughs> but I watched the Cosby Show like like forever. I know like certain specific episodes that I like. I watched, uh, I listened to all the albums himself. Uh, to was it what was his brother's name? Fuck to. Oh, fuck Bill Cosby's brother Bill Cosby's I mean, brother Bill yeah Cosby had a brother to my brother I didn't know he had one either no Russell that's what it is to to Russell my brother whom I slept with that was his first album that he did uh because he had to share a bed with his brother because he was poor so like these were the things that I grew up listening to and then my dad was like okay here's Cheech and Chong they don't say anything too weird and they did but he didn't care so like Cheech and Chong's greatest hit like their compilation album and Bill Cosby's himself are my references for like comedy that's like my my foundation right my cornerstones then i have a couple other i got really into it in my teenage years but that's why i got so mad about cosby i was like god damn it why did you have to do you were one of my heroes i felt that way about r kelly oh really (laughs) (laughs) what happened with r kelly oh i know that was was my oh are you serious (laughs) (laughs) sammy ain't seen r kelly's allegations it's a oh, new episode. Man. No, he peed on people. Yeah. I know that. And hey, loves- man, that was like the first inappropriate music I ever listened to. Was was a bump and grind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't really know what the fuck he was talking about. They, they played had- that at like elementary <laughs> dance parties. They did. Though, like- it was perfect. And then he came out with "I Believe I Can Fly" two completely different songs. Right. And, and that's how I heard a of classic. Him. Also a classic. People don't give credit to. Gotham City from the Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, fucking R. Kelly. I love Space Jam. That's where I got it from. Space Jam it was it the same way again, can you? I mean, the, I mean, it is Little Michael. If I remember the scene correctly, isn't they aren't they playing I Believe I Can Fly when Little Michael's practicing in the backyard? Yeah. Yeah, when he's, he's yeah, he's like all they play like I used to think that I could not and he's over there like, Dad, I'm gonna be the best basketball player in the world. Like he's like, isn't she that all, Michael? She all, yeah, that's yeah. The scene. <laughs> I've seen that movie. That's I haven't seen that movie in maybe ten years, but goddamn it, do I remember it? Um, it got you though. The song just fit. Like, it's a it, great song. It's I would say it's one it's of the a top fantastic song. Top ten songs to soundtracks of all time. Like songs made for soundtracks. Like Will Smith's oh, got to have one. We, we could we could do that when once Corona ends. <laughs> that's a good once the apocalypse passes, we can do top five soundtrack songs. Well, no, because the number one is the bodyguard. Because the bodyguard I've never seen, don't give a shit about. But I will always love you is a top five song in general. Yeah, but um, we're you know how our lists work. Like someone's gonna have like Puff Daddy's Godzilla song as number one or well, some shit like that. That's because I want to kick <laughs> off whoever has it. Hey, it's stay classic, out of my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say this. I don't enjoy. You're talking about like movie based songs i don't enjoy bat dance fuck bat dance fuck and prince i don't know how it's a bad prince song. Hey, i'll say it it's hey. a bad prince song i'll say no it. no it's very silly it's no like such it. thing as a bad prince song first which, of all which is why it kind of hurts me because i don't like it a lot and second he did it for the money it's okay oh, let yeah. it go i mean <laughs> it did kiss for kiss of a rose for the money and that's a good song in a, a bad song <laughs> <laughs> no it is it is the greatest song actually like it's just 
that's another one that that song where it's like, man, it hit my childhood. And it's like, yep, this is one of the themes in my brain forever. Because did you know that when it snows, my eyes become <laughs> nice. Tra- See, I can transition to that song at any point in time. It plays on a loop in my like subcortex, twenty four hours in a my day. Subcortex, <laughs> and, and, at, and at any moment I'll be in a conversation, and my eyes become a larger. Light that you shine can be seen, (laughs) baby. Nobody, nobody. Fuck y'all. All All right, continue, Tommy. But you realize it's it's not even that I don't know the words. I can't hit those notes. Oh well, you haven't tried enough in your bedroom alone, like I did. He's a a hideous man with a lovely voice and a hot ass wife (laughs) and a hot ass wife. Ex wife. Ex wife. Oh, they broke up. Oh yeah, they got divorced a while ago. God damn it, Seal! How do you fuck they that had, up? Like, five fucking kids. So I mean, clearly, the marriage wasn't that bad. I mean, but, uh, are any of them my age? Because that would be, <laughs> because that'd be that'd be something where it's like Heidi Klum is it Heidi Klum, right? It yeah. is Heidi Klum. Yeah, yeah, she has a daughter somewhere that could be my age. I wonder if that's something that I can I look don't into. Think quite there yet i think they're probably like teenagers now but but, but no you got to think of well depends i don't know when they had kids because if they had kids around that age i was five that's still 25 for the most part so fuck it <laughs> heidi Klum, at least the oldest kid shit oh this but is, you know if we do this list the number one song's gonna probably be like fucking uh celine dion my heart will go on that that's, that probably is the probably, probably the most money-making one I would say, dude, I'm gonna go straight garbage and say Eastbound and Down <laughs> from Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, hey, it's supposed to be our own personal list, not just you know, with the general consensus. For the record, oh, I'm pretty sure they had them all later. By the way, they're kids. I think they're all. I think you're right. Oldest one is a teenager. I couldn't know that because I don't keep that shit up. Okay, so don't. Say I'm weird, people. I'm ignorant. I just, I mean, it's just one of those. I things mean, I'm not going to think you're weird, but Google probably is now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just looked up Heidi Klum and followed links. Shut up. <laughs> what about Brangelina's kids? They're all Indian <laughs> and Indonesian. <laughs> I, about I would imagine the oldest one is 10. But I, I mean, my math could be way off. No, they, they adopted those motherfuckers like 10 years ago, and, the, and they were like seven when they got them. So they're like 20 probably now. Yeah, they're math. pretty up there. They're older than Heidi Klum's kids, is what you're telling me. Yeah, and Michael Jackson's kids are older than all of them because, like, both of the kids are like, "Yeah, my dad was fucking weird, but I loved him. Whatever." I like, I like Paris Jackson. I yeah, like she her. she seems not so crazy. Maybe a little crazy, but that's just because she, she's Michael Jackson. The Jackson's right daughter. amount of crazy, you know. Yeah. And then what was the yeah. other one? Blanket. Blanket. Like, it was blanket. I don't think he likes being called blanket anymore, which is <laughs> understandable. Yeah. Yeah, Paris is. She seems kind of normal, just like a like a like hippie chick. And then Blanket is like, I think he's like nineteen now. I think something probably right now. And then yeah. who's the other one? There was another one, right? Prince Magic or something like that. Oh yeah, it's, I thought it was Prince. Is it Prince Michael? I believe it's Prince Prince Michael. Yeah. Why do we know this shit, guys? Why? Because it's know? pop culture I mean, that we I don't grew know up this with. shit. <laughs> if you had a TV in the nineties, you know all this shit. It's it's seeped in your brain. Right? You might not know that you know it, but shit like this comes up. I mean, like, I oh. feel like I should know it. Like, I should probably know the amount of the uh, how many kids Michael Jordan has. I don't. I don't either. I bet you guys do. He had three in Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one I don't know. Um, I don't want. I don't want Siri to know that either. I don't want to Google that myself. Uh, but anyway, 
as I mentioned, everybody who's watching, we got a couple of people listening. Rather, nobody's watching because it's uh, just a loop of an animation. Because there's nothing to watch. Excuse me. Right. I made a nice animation called Kicking with the Compas, and it's on Twitch. If you want to watch it, it's purple and gold and pink. It's nice. It's very nice. That's, but that's we got too much work right now. Ascrown, Juan Solo, Lucky Shot, Ryan Walterson. That's mostly people. The Ultimate Dark Slayer. Guys, that's mostly people. We don't have bots in the in the house. We have perfect audio listeners. Tom, so, Tommy, you were quarantined before the quarantine because you came in contact. Oh, what yeah. What have you been doing? Yeah. Oh, man. I know uh, this. A lot, yeah. A lot of art, a lot of masturbation. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Tommy, I have a question. It, it, I have it a loosens question, the, the wrist to draw. It does. It really does. Tommy, I, exercise. I, if, if you're admitting that, I have to ask this question because me and Ray have invented this bit over the course of our many conversations over quarantine. Uh-huh. Do you work from home? Yes. Do you jerk off on the clock? I don't. Really? Discipline. No, I don't. Uh, Discipline. <laughs> because because like me and Ray we're crazy. We just we're and uh well and what for improvers? Like we just say yes and that's the proper phrase. And so we'll just be like, Yeah, do you masturbate? Yeah, on the clock, totally. Yeah, it takes me like five minutes, seven minutes every time. So that's like two dollars of masturbate. It's like we've got it down to a science, but I don't know if I could tell that joke out of context. <laughs> Because Jesus Christ, I mean, you can. <laughs> but I would just you look know? like a master pervert. Like it would just be like, oh man, this guy no. jerks off on the clock. You're not. You know what you're doing? You're winning right now because you're getting paid to masturbate. <laughs> See, and that's what I was. Usually, thinking. you have to go to a sperm bank to do that. But nah, not you. You got to figure it out. <laughs> you got to file paperwork and lie about your degrees and whatnot <laughs> jj i forgot about that element of it holy shit have you gone to a sperm bank before yeah he no. really knows a lot about sperm bank. <laughs> yeah, you had to lie about your degree which he doesn't have a degree which is not a knock but in a sperm bank situation i don't know if people i mean jj you do have glorious hair like that would be the thing that you'd put on your genetic pluses serious. yeah like luxury Fantastic. hair uh i have a pretty good memory um <laughs> hey don't you speak japanese uh i know a few phrases i am bilingual though he knows like, japanese I... we'll see that. <laughs> so that's three languages actually <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i know a little french too not a lot quadlingual quadlingual <laughs> I forgot that you actually knew enough French to subtly hit on our uh, tour guide in New Orleans. That was kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) What does that sound like, JJ? What does that sound like? You got to know, like, can I look at your boobs? Is that what you said in French? Is it like nicer if it's said in French? No, no. She said she said merci because I gave her a joke. I said something funny along the tour. And she was like, I'm going to keep that. Actually, I'm going to steal it from you. And I was like, oh, it's yours. You can have it. And she said, merci. And I was like, uh, derren, which is, you're welcome. And then she asked me, uh, parlez-vous français? And I said, uh, seulement un petit peu, which means just a little bit. <laughs> and then that was pretty much it. <laughs> Quadlingual. Quadlingual. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, listen. If there's any ladies that are listening to this, there's let not. JJ impregnate you. <laughs> let him leave it in every time every time <laughs> i still think of like of all the weirdest thing because we ended up doing like a whole bunch of weird knickknacky things when we went to new orleans that ghost tour was pretty legit because we went to like i've done two of them in new orleans 
Yeah, but we went to one that was like it was held by the witch's court or something. So I haven't just, done that yeah, one. Yeah. I want to. I've seen that one walk around. I'm like, who the fuck are these chicks? Yeah, but, yeah. but we had one witch like tour guide the four or five of us around, and then like every other tour guide that I've seen, it was like it's one person talking to sixty people, and the other person was like, <laughs> our tour guide was like, yeah, I personally know the person that owns this building. I've done a yeah. there, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like this is—it just felt like a lot more down to earth. Yeah. She took a break and was like, "Hey, go to that bar, get a drink. I need to have a cigarette." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and th- didn't she also tell us like, uh, "Yeah, these are the two bars that you'd want to go to because they're the cheapest drinks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was telling us like scary shit and then telling us like drunkard shit at the same time it was pretty hilarious <laughs> that's pretty great i need to try that one next time i'm there i mean th- they literally had like no weight no thing it was just like oh you're here for the tour we just started doing that so and then they just like played rock paper scissors or rochambeau to figure out which witch gets to take you on that tour right yeah. <laughs> i'm really wanting to do it no like, man they're just i mean because outside of being witches i'm pretty sure they're all just stoned there at the witch shop just like chilling and it's like i don't really want to walk all right i'll do it <laughs> oh that's pretty legit that works that's mm. an easy job everything's easy in new orleans it seems doesn't it well, New Orleans was one of the places that um, I was reading about got the most hard hit by Corona because they didn't cancel Mardi Gras. Yeah, I saw wow. that too. Oh, by the way, and Tommy, was, Tommy, they call yeah. it the Big Easy for a reason, man. Come on, it's right Dude, there. I know. <laughs> they don't even have hours on like the business doors. Like they just open <laughs> whatever the fuck they feel like. And like <laughs> back in the day, like got me it. and my my girlfriend at the time, we went there and like we were up at like eleven. Like okay, let's do some shopping. You know, have a little fun. We went down, I mean, into in the French Quarter and uh, walked around just trying to find a business that was open at, at 1130 in the, you know, in the morning, almost the afternoon. So they kind of do what they want to do. But that's why we love them. If only they would split a check. That was my one gripe. <laughs> they, wow. won't do it. they won't do it. No, honey, you get that all situated <laughs> on yourself. Like, no, you all take care of that. No, um, Tommy. <laughs> We My- we had to keep like just paying for the whole bill and then just being like you got the next restaurant right like yeah, yeah. and then it ended up becoming like a I mean I know gambling's legal in Las Ve- in New Orleans but it ended up just being kind of like all right what am I gonna hit today is it gonna be forty or a hundred let's go <laughs> <laughs> bro I'd love that man I, I I miss New Orleans so bad Martin was actually supposed to go before quarantine and get me cracklings and boudin and shit. Because you can only get it on the way, and I, now I don't have it, and my soul is sad. Nah, man, but this is what I know about New Orleans. So, other than... Never mind, I'm not going to tell that story on behalf of my brother. He doesn't deserve that, but uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, my brother, let's just put it this way. He he broke off from me. Me and him got separated intentionally, and he may have been at the hotel already. So, I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and go out and party, because you know it was like... Maybe one o'clock when he called it and went whatever and guy lost him. Uh-huh. And so I had a burp really bad. And so um <laughs> so I'm out there partying. I'm flirting with this girl with her giant ass brothers and cousins next to her. I don't know why. She came up to me. She was kind of cute from Vegas, I remember. 
And she was like, hey, how you doing? Let's dance. And we were dancing. And then like her brothers and cousins were bigger than me. And I'm 6'4", 300 pounds plus. So Jeez. I was terrified. Yeah, these guys were like big ass dudes. And she was cute as fuck. Kind of worth dying. But I didn't have my brother there to back me up because he was out fucking doing the nasties. And so I'm like, I'm going to keep partying. I'm going to keep partying. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. And I go out there and I look at my phone and I'm about to call Uber. And it's like peak hours. We can't give you the price. Fuck you. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I'll wait for it to die down. 30 minutes, an hour. I'm going to go out back and party, I guess. It's not going down. Hour and a half. It's five in the morning, and that shit still hasn't gone down because the party never fucking stops. It's always peak hours in New Orleans. (laughs) I realized. It was so furious and frustrating because I was like, I want to go home. It was like 30 bucks to get home, but still, I would have liked to known that. It just said unknown, and it just kept going up and down, up and down. This this is very unfortunate and sad. (laughs) I mean, the first night we were there, we probably hit all the tourist trap bars except for the dungeon. Um, but the best bar that we went to was a cigar bar. Like, we got the best oh, yeah. customer service. They gave us, they were like, oh, well, you're not, you're like noob smokers. These are the best cigars we could recommend. They're Cuban. And then they would like, they cut it and light it for you. Yeah. And then they, they bring you a complimentary drink for buying a $20 cigar, whatever the fuck we, we paid for it. But you always overpay at bars, so I wasn't mad about it. And it was just, I mean, the the customer service at the cigar bar was better than I've gotten at almost any other place that I've been anywhere. Wow. Yeah. It was it was a really nice spot. I like that one. And I like the absinthe bar, but that was just because there were boobs there. So <laughs> <laughs> that was so random. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Ah, oh, this is so this podcast here. This would be a good time to talk about my boob stories and my stripper stories because I have a lot of them. <laughs> I kind of don't want to tell this story without my brother and my cousin. Uh, it's the I have pe- a few. It's, we should make it a show. It, it's the, no, it's, it's this. No, it's this show, man. This is the shit where okay. there's no. It's free form. There's no top. We can't list our stories, Tommy. We can't list the okay. things because because yeah. my, my brother. I guess I could let them know they need to be there for the Pizza Queen story. I have a Pizza Queen stripper story. Um, Point is, I have bad luck at strip clubs unless Martin's there. Otherwise, it's just terrible. <laughs> in Seattle, I got yelled at by a stripper for no reason. Oh, it was at the Double Toasted Seattle show. I can bring that up because I'm sure we all have stripper stories. But I mean, we I, did all go. I actually you, don't. What, Marco? Yeah, you're I, boring. But yeah, I, I, I don't. Really I have done a lot story, of weird and right? yeah. <laughs> they just don't involve strippers, bro. I don't know what to tell right. you. Look, I've been to strip clubs, but like nothing. I mean, apart from the tits, nothing really like memorable has happened. Oh, JJ, Marco, I got Tommy. We got to go on adventures with oh, these guys sure. for strip club. But adventures. that doesn't oh, guarantee stories. On top of that, but well, like I, the, I can... the only interesting thing that has ever happened to me in a strip club is a girl I was dating befriended the strippers and was taken backstage to see where they dress and shit, and was basically giving a strip club tour. <laughs> no, but that's that's no. That, and, and Marco, you have to understand, like Ooh. this. I'm 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 putting in some insider baseball here, guys. For for non Mexicanos, non Mexican people who just kind of listening, all the stories are severely exaggerated. Like if you just said that portion, plus added a few other nonsense about how she almost got drafted to become a stripper, that's a perfect story. <laughs> that's a, yeah, like that's how like, go. like I the, do have a strip club story, but it's not like a stripper story. Like it no, that's fine. Me, no, that's yeah. fine. You like there was the time a double toasted, and I tell this one. This was I think the third 
anniversary party, maybe the fourth. Um, so we're all in there, right? And I, I, I want to set this stage because when I tell you it's fun to go with Martin, even though he doesn't like strip clubs, it's fun to go. For those of you who don't know, who are listening, who don't know Martin Thomas, fuck you. Read up about it. Martin Thomas is great. He gave, he gave me an air fryer and I gave him some bleach and he gave me a switch. So he's a great guy. <laughs> so... That's so, what we are now, the barter system. We're in the, That's, yeah. <laughs> so, we're really going downhill, people. No, I put that, I put that on uh, Twitter. I was like, I bartered for some bleach and barbecue, and he gave me a Nintendo Switch. And it sounds like a fair trade when you put it that way. I have to give you something now, because you gave me two rolls of, of paper towels. Yeah. So, like, and a game. So I have to do <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot I gave you the game, but anyway, hey, we're not. What's damn, up? That way, unrelated, really fast. Can I borrow Red Dead next time? Uh, yeah. I I, I was like, I'm gonna play again. No, I have too many other games I need to play. So, <laughs> <laughs> now I played Red Dead again. That shit's wonderful, man. I love that game. But anyway, so game. so the strip club, uh, with like the toasties, because the Seattle one is just I got yelled at for not tipping, and I was like, fuck you, bitch, and I threw a dollar underneath my foot, and I made her pull it out from under it. That's so uncharacteristic of you, Sam. Oh, I was furious because she yelled at me over all the other motherfuckers who weren't tipping. It's like, bitch, just because I'm fat don't mean you can fuck with me. Fuck your bitch ass. Get out of here. And she, it was not even an all nude or anything. She was like boring and couldn't dance and had no talents. Like if she was doing some crazy shit, (laughs) if she was doing some fucking like gymnastics or like had severe core strength, it was great. This was Molly from the West Hills of Hollywood. Just like, I'm going to be a stripper in Seattle. Like, fuck you, lady. Anyway, so. (laughs) <laughs> to, to kind of paint oh, the man. picture, to paint the picture of my experience versus the other toasties that were at that event from Double Toasted, let's paint this picture. Martin sees a girl at the at the on the pole on the main stage, and he casually walks up and he starts throwing dollars, and she crawls over to him. Boss status, everyone's going crazy. Oh, Martin, yeah, because Martin's known to have a uh, strip club. <laughs> Uh, special skills in that yeah. vicinity. He is a, he's <laughs> like the old samurai who put his swords down and refuses to pick them back up. <laughs> right. But then they're like, <laughs> and then something happens and it's like, at one more time. No. <laughs> it's, 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 Tommy, it's even worse. It's like, like students watching an old sensei. Can we get a lesson, I'm, sensei? Can we get a lesson? And then he dude, cuts I'm, like a fucking palm tree in half with a samurai sword. Like, that's Martin. He's yeah, that old I've sensei. Been, I've, I've been to a strip club with Martin and Toasties before, and it, yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's taking literal notes, right? Like, where, where did you get a number two pencil? Like, <laughs> sit down and watch the strip. <laughs> no. By the way, for the record, Juan Solo, fuck you. He goes, let my fucking ass off. The Mexicans demands core strength in his strippers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for maximum tippage, you need like pure athletic ability or and no clap your section scars. No, Tommy, this is another one from Vegas. A lady clapped her booty cheek so hard, it was over the speaker system. It was ridiculous. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was just clapping her ass like, whap, 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 whap. I was like, she oh, my God. Take, she could take money. half of the money I brought to the strip club. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so any if you have like a special like feats of strength, it's almost like an old-timey oh, fair. What? No, I just realized that I do have stripper stories because of Thailand. It's just they're in a different category. I feel like those are next level stripper <laughs> yeah. stories. They're they're not like oh like the stripper flirted with me or they did they're just like oh they're in this box of weird shit like they're I wouldn't actually they don't compete with Sam's stories because they're just in a different animal like yeah. is, is what they are. Oh my god! Oh no, I have a TJ story. The the one from my brother took me down there. Craziness. Anyway, I think I told JJ that story off air one time. Anyway, um. So where was I? Okay, so Martin goes up, Latina, fucking fine. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
She's also fucking fine. You know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to go and get some too. So I put down like $10 in ones. I just like fucking throw them. And then she crawls over to me. Then he starts throwing money. It becomes a contest of me and him trying to get the stripper's <laughs> attention. And, 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 and then we were done. The song ended. She left. And we both sat down. Like 10 minutes later, we ran into each other. I was like, hey, Martin. Fuck you for having the same taste of women as me. And we started like laughing, like, bro, like, ah, start giving each other hugs and shit. But that same night, you know, we're all having fun. He fucking Professor X cerebroed my favorite stripper that whole night. I was like, he's like, what do you want? I was like, I don't know, short, red head, white, something like that. He goes, okay. He comes back with a short, white, blonde in like two seconds. And she was awesome. And I was like, what the fuck, Martin? How did you find her so fast? Of all the things and all the criteria, it was great. <laughs> it was great. I've, I've actually seen JJ do that kind of magic trick. When I tried to buy uh, a friend, it was uh, uh, his bachelor party, and I got him a stripper, and he was like, ugh, that was okay. And then JJ was like, what about this one? And it was the perfect match. <laughs> yeah. She still remembers me, by the way. Like she coming up <laughs> The other times that I've gone, she finds me. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. You remembered. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want a stripper to know who I am. I think that's a weird thing to do. But um, she doesn't remember like my name or anything. She just remembers my face. Yeah, like, that's fair. She sees me and she's like, oh, guaranteed 20. Heading over that way. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Silky hair. I mean, I'm, I'm at a hair. point right now because of quarantine that the breweries know who I am. It's like, oh, yes, the, the usual, right? <laughs> yeah, you never want to hear that at like a liquor establishment. It's yeah. like a a liquor store or a bar. It's like, hey, you want the usual? Like, Unless you're a yeah, cast bro. member of Cheers. Like, that's the yeah, only that is time. Awesome. <laughs> that is cool. Norm. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, that, none of those characters had alcohol problems at all. No, no, none I of mean, them. I mean, it was the 80s. Alcohol problems are cute in the 80s. They are. They're charming. It's like smoking. <laughs> it's like children smoking in the 70s and 80s. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Smoking, camels and shit. Like, yeah, kids smoking, that's fine. Camel used to give out. Okay, by the way, let's not get sidetracked. We'll go back to smoking. Tommy, remind me. So, okay. <laughs> so we're all having a ball. You know, I have like, this is the night where like people just keep buying me strippers. One girl gave me uh, an extra free dance because she slipped and put her ass in my face. Like, it was great. <laughs> that's a fun yeah, story. That's, that's not a great thing at all. No, she was cool. That's how you get pink eye. No. <laughs> no, it was it was a close call, but she goes, Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'll give you another one. And then she sat on my lap for like forty minutes just talking and like massaging me, my neck and stuff, not anything else. Calm down. Um she was really cool. No, she was really cool and I was and she was like literally not asking me for money. And I was like, Do you want to go earn money? Like I'm all I'm all done. Like I, I got nothing. I gave you everything I had. And she was like, No, it's cool, we could just kick it. I'm like like she was not even like trying to fuck me or anything. It's just like she was just cool and happy to like get someone on the same frequency and me too i was like this is awesome we're just fucking chit-chatting cute girl on my arm whatever and then i was like go go make money okay whatever she goes and makes money and then i'm sitting down minding my own business and another girl that i saw she comes up she's like you good i'm like yeah okay cool because i only had like three or four that night and then all of a sudden some guy i'm sitting down runs right past my couch like my chair and he runs out the door, and it's one of our guys. I don't know who he is exactly, but he's one of the toasty guys. We came in with like 20 people, 25 people. And I was like, what the fuck was that? 30 seconds later, another stripper goes, hey, does anybody know you? You? She points to me. She goes, you know that guy. Where'd he go? Who is he? And I'm like, I don't know that dude. Like, he came with us. I don't know who he is. I don't know why you're putting your finger, finger in my face. What the fuck? She goes, well, that guy ran off on a $50 
dance. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I want like for in my thing, I'm like, you know, I work for double toasted, so I'm like, I don't want people disrespecting the name if it even got out or people have been talking and shit right. Every, all the toasties with their fucking dragon ball z pokemon t-shirts sorry jj they were all like we're going to the strip club fucking anime rules and so ill-fitting jeans and so i was like okay <laughs> by the way ill-fitting jeans are the core sign of a nerd just make sure your jeans fit right guys it's very simple Swim anyway fit is not a bad thing guys yeah like anyway i mean so, i i have i have been hearing a lot of posts about jeans aren't fitting as well as they used to before the quarantine happened that's because everyone's yeah, getting no fat yeah. i'm going full on end game thor man like that's why i stopped drinking beer because it's like this this is getting bad Something's got to go. Yeah, I'm, I sure as fuck ain't going outside. It's gonna be a lot of heart attacks and shit. After this. Yeah, I uh, I Corona isn't killing people. Heart attack, uh, heart attacks and obesity are yeah. <laughs> fucking heart disease. Number one killer of 2021. Because of this shit. Heart disease and then lung cancer because people are smoking more. Cholesterol, <laughs> like everything's. Just, it's gonna look like Wally. That's what we're gonna turn into. <laughs> the people in Wally is that's what the future we're looking at. People oh think Hunger God. Games. No, Wally is what's gonna happen. <laughs> By the way, key in the chat, quarantine equals thick boy time. <laughs> <laughs> we're all coming that was up the thick argument boys. you made, like day one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably. I'm a dumb man. It's okay. I make up dumb things all the time. <laughs> so anyway, that guy runs out and we and he's a toasty. We know him because he's the only dorky nerd in a group of dorky nerds. And then he, I was like, we're like, what the fuck? And so Corey actually had him on the show the next day. And he's like, you were the guy that ran out? And he's like, yeah. And Corey's like, what the fuck? Why did you run out? Because <laughs> Corey's a sound sound mind and spirit when it comes to strip clubs. You don't just run out on a tab. And he was like, I only had $20. And I didn't know what they were, oh <laughs> were going to do to me. So I ran away. I'm like, you got to think about that. You have $20 in your pocket. You've got you know 30 to 50 dollars more worth of dances that you owe all of us are in there we can all pitch in two bucks and you're good in the in a, in a pinch in a pinch but he his first reaction was i'm gonna book it and like he's not doing anything run when he's booking it like wrong it's like none of the bodyguards even flinch right he just looks like he's scurrying like it wasn't like a full-on sprint he's not hopping over furniture he just kind of scooted away out the door <laughs> and, and we were just like, wait, what the fuck, dude? Like, you just ran out on a $40 tab? Like, we would have got... Everyone was like, we would have got you. Like, that's the kind of crazy shit that happens. That's a mild stripper club story. But, Tommy, what yeah. did I tell you to remind me of again? I completely forgot. God damn it. That's what happens in a free form, you know? You that's just, true. You know, that's true. Just but paying yeah. attention to anything right now. Yeah, just but... Listen about... Stripper oh, stories. That's what's smoking. important right now. Juan Solo got me smoking. Oh, okay. How cute it was in the eighties. Like, yeah, it was but, adorable. But in the in the nineties, Joe Camel still existed. Like that's gonna be a thing where that's how you date us. Like Osa oh, Cobra Star. Like Tommy, you had like cigarette advertising on TV, right? When you were coming up, I remember it, Marlboro Man. Yeah, Joe Camel. Yeah, I remember that shit. Because they got rid of the commercials, but they had a lot of print ads and billboards oh, yeah, in California every still. Had, like you open a magazine, it was a Newport ad right there all the time. Yeah, the green ad. I remember <laughs> it distinctly. Yeah, man. And so like that, and that's where we gotten. And we're like, yeah, we're finally eradicating smoking. Then fucking vaping exists now, and like yeah. kids are like vaping v- in the bathroom. Might be worse because it's worse. It, it is. Uh, I'm not even talking from a health perspective because either no, way, it's even. still tobacco. But it's just like 
you don't feel the tobacco burn when you're smoking from a vape. It's like mm, bubble gum, and then it's like you're really still doing the same damage to your lungs, bro. And they could do it in school easy. Like when you're smoking, you know, the kids who smoke in the bathroom have to do that shit distinct. They like rip really hard, right? And now it's like, oh, we're juuling in the bathroom and nobody can fucking tell. And so like, I guess now high schools are like policing the bathrooms really hard because kids are just, it's just so easy for them to jewel. It's now, like, ridiculous. I feel like that's always been a thing. Jeweling as or far as I smoking? Know. No, smoking in the, uh, I mean. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but like smoking in the bathroom, it's always been a thing, right? But with smoking, you have fucking smoke. <laughs> with vaping, you don't have evidence and you may maybe have a little slight scent. That's it. So like, you know, campus police, which is a fucking thing now, uh, they just go in the bathroom. It's just like everyone who goes in the bathroom, they just go in with them. So they're not smoking. It's ridiculous, man. That's not cool. I don't like that. What campus police? Uh, we have so let the kids smoke. Oh. So I, my wait, what? That's wait, that's what you're dying. My girlfriend's on? younger brother has a friend that was making vape liquid. I don't know the science behind it, but I'm like, probably a 16 year old can't do it, as far as I know. <laughs> oh, you never know. It's probably a YouTube video out there for it, so I'm sure they can. Yeah, man, it's on 4chan. I have a feeling Mountain Dew is involved. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Key said still has doors in the bathroom, but the entrance to the room was open because everyone smoked weed and cigarettes. By the way, he's in Florida, so it makes sense. Oh, that's, um, that's, but yeah. but here's the thing though, man. Um you guys are talking about like smoking and all that shit. Uh like I didn't smoke it at all in high school and shit like that. But like when I got to college, that shit, like vaping had just come out. They used to be a volcano. Do you guys remember those? I do absolutely remember fucking, that. So it's just it was essentially like a volcano mechanism that you put like a, uh, a proprietary plastic bag over and then it just pumped out a bunch of fucking weed vapor and then you'd have to like share it in this big ass bag. By the way, that just sounds super irresponsible in quarantine times. Like Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, you know what I'm talking about? Like passing around a plastic bag and everyone yeah. putting their fucking mouth on it and inhaling, leaving all their spit and shit. In the bag, yeah, probably. Yeah, but but that's all drugs. That's like even sharing a forty ounce with your friends. Like it would, would be really terrible in this day and age. Let alone things like whippets, putting your lips on the same shit, uh, taking a drag from the same joint, uh, sharing a needle. If you went that far, like Jesus. it's all just as bad oh, as in this day and age. Pretty extreme. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think you got a point there, but we've all done it. We've all been in those <laughs> smoking is, we've situations. All, we've all shipped thing, the needle, yeah. guys. It's okay. <laughs> I'm from Fresno. We're the meth capital of the world. Leave me alone. Like, I didn't realize it. I'll, no, guys, this is how stupid I am. So I went to high school in uh, Hoover High in Fresno, California. Go Pates. And um, a lot of my friends in high school, they were kind of chubby, right? And like some of the some of the the goth kids that I hung out with, the punk rock kids. That's why I hung out with of all people. That's why like me and Marco and JJ get along very easily because those are the guys I hung out with in high school. Despite being like a weird fucking sports theater nerd kid, like all in one. So there was a point roughly in like 2011, 2012, kind of my junior senior year, where I started realizing that all my friends back home started getting real thin and skinny. And I was like, oh, man, congratulations. You're looking real good. You used to be kind of chubby in high school. You're looking real good. And a couple other people, you know, man, you're looking real good. Turns out they were all addicted to meth. All of them. <laughs> Every single one. It was about four or five girls like that got thin. And I was like, oh, good for you. You're doing but all on meth. All like totally on meth. And I'm like, oh, no. 
you shouldn't have to open up about this on Facebook, but uh, here you go. Shouldn't so have to open up about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they didn't have to, but they did. That's how I found out they were all on meth during that rough time frame. I'm over here getting my degree, and they're over there suffering from meth, but I'm congratulating them because they look thin. The fuck, guys? <laughs> oh, oh, man, Monica, what's your secret? That I'm just a college-educated meth head? I just that was my fate, I mean, guys. That was my fate. If I was inquiring more energy and the ability to focus, like it's not a good drug and to do, does, but and you really won't OD on it, from what I hear. So, <laughs> but guys, I don't want bees in my teeth. All right, I don't need the bees in my teeth. Oh, it will destroy your face. You will look like the Crypt Keeper after no, doing it. Did you guys not see fucking? Well, you didn't see Tiger King, Marcos, but Tiger King, that the, all those I boys. I saw Tiger King. That's all they did. <laughs> so all of them they were toothless. It was all meth. Yeah. Because they're on meth yeah. and shooting alligators and shit. Like, that's all they did. Yeah. And so. It was Oklahoma, so that makes sense. Yeah. But um, that. I'm not doing meth, is the point. You know what you do, man. Oh, oh, but no, but you know that was something I actually I wanted to get back to. So, Marco, you're talking about the guy who knows the sister of the friend who makes uh, jewel juice, essentially. Yeah, there was a guy in college yeah. that I knew. God rest rest in peace, because he probably overdosed on something, but we don't know because he died mysteriously. <laughs> I like the, I like the <laughs> preemptive rest in peace because he just figured yeah, he's definitely dead. No, guy. no, he is. No, he. I know for a fact he's dead. I've okay. not. I've not for any sort of way discovered uh, him. Any reason why he died? I don't know why he died. So, guy, his name's Jeremy. So we don't know. It could be drugs. But I'll tell you the story about Jeremy. He's been maybe three, four years since he died. Jeremy was fucking crazy. And I loved him because he was fucking crazy. And my sophomore year, I was in the dorms again still. And I was on the second floor of San Raf, which is one of the, you know, fucking dorms in UC Santa Barbara. Beneath me was a guy named Jeremy who I knew through a friend who found me on MySpace from the Central Valley that added me. And then they were friends with them. I met him through those people. He lived downstairs from me. And then I became friends with Nate and Alex. Those guys were down there too. So I had like my PlayStation down there. I had like all my games and shit because I hung out with them so much. And one day, Jeremy, he comes in and Jeremy is like 6'2", you know, 300 pound dude. He's a big dude. But, like, the total most hippie stoner drug addict guy, he had, like, sandy blonde fucking flowing hair. And he was just like, yeah, what's up, guys? How you doing? He'd always shake his head because he was on drugs. He had, like, ticks or something. <laughs> <laughs> I got video of him on, remember those little handheld, uh, what were they called? Like, flip cameras or whatever? I had one of those. Digimon? No, not Digimon. Flip cameras. Anyway. So one day, we're playing video games and shit, hanging out with everybody. It's me, Nathan, uh, Alex, uh, his girlfriend, Emily, at the time. And all of a sudden, he comes in with a box of like a Ziploc container. And he's like, what's up, guys? What's up? And he's shaking his head. And I'm like, Jeremy, what do you got there, man? Oh, it's, it's Arizona peyote, man. It's like, it's the good shit. And I'm like, what? You just have raw <laughs> peyote in a fucking Ziploc container? Like a, you know, two, three gallon Ziploc container? He's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make so many drugs with this, you guys. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm making, I'm making mescaline, bruh. I'm making mescaline. So I didn't know what mescaline was. Oh, no. So let me look I'm up. Not, Go ahead. I'm not sure that's something you make out of peyote. <laughs> <laughs> that's a substitute ingredient apparently Go. no no it that's is not no. A good one. excuse me drugs.com no more be sure mescaline 
parentheses peyote mescaline is a oh, psych- okay. is a psychedelic hallucinogenic uh, hallucinogen obtained from the small spineless cactus peyote the san pedro cactus peruvian torch cactus and other mescaline containing cacti it is also found in certain members of the bean family and can be produced synthetically so this guy people have been using hallucinogens for hundreds of years mostly in religious or ceremonies okay so he's got this big old thing of peyote and he's like i'm gonna make mescaline and over the course of like three weeks he's like getting distilled water he takes me to go get distilled water he's got like rubbing alcohol he is making mescaline from raw products did you you just make getting distilled water sound like a big thing like getting a bottle (laughs) in a small college town yes we had to drive out to go find it even though you can make it by boiling it Jeremy was smart, <laughs> but he wasn't brilliant. And so, um, no, actually, let me flip that. He was brilliant, but he was not smart. And so, like, he was like an uh, OCHEM major. Like, he was legit. So, it, over the course of three and weeks, he can't distill water. He'd rather buy it. And so, anyway, <laughs> so he's over there. He's like boiling shit and he's like mixing shit. He's filtering shit. And, like, you know, he's got this green liquid and he's like purified it clear. And then he's like, look, I got all this like stuff that he can't use. And he poured it on one of the palm trees and that palm tree fucking died. Like he was just (laughs) like he was just making his own mescaline. And then he got like the silicon uh, pills and he is like pouring the fucking mescaline inside the pills to dose it right. And after like his whole three weeks of fucking making it, he had about like 30 capsules and 20 capsules. And that first night he just took two of them. And he was tripping balls, dude. He was like <laughs> rolling on the couch. And he was, mind you, 300 pounds, 6'2", like my size, like just fucking on the ground rolling, just like rubbing his back into the shitty carpet of the dorm. I'm like, Jeremy, you okay, man? And he's like, Pikachu. And we all start dying. <laughs> oh, my God. And he got high off that shit for months. <laughs> And I have video. I gotta find that video. It's somewhere deep in a hard drive somewhere. But you probably don't want to find that video. That's yeah. evidence. Like you he's, don't. He's really. dead already. I don't know. Gonna show it to anybody. Maybe everyone watching on Twitch. <laughs> but which we have a lot of people listening. Welcome everybody who's listening uh, to the uh, Kicking with Compass. I, I uh, don't. I don't form. think that like if I die, I want a video of me being drunk on the street. Like, oh, like just yeah. floating around. <laughs> Marco, I mean, David Hasselhoff is still alive, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't want that cheeseburger video anymore. <laughs> that's a great video. I do love that video. Makes me want a cheeseburger every time I see it. Marco, why do you think I take so much video when we hang out? Because I'm going to blackmail your death at some point. You can't blackmail the dead. <laughs> that's you literally can't. Can't. That sounds like a cool metal. Phrase you can't blackmail the dead. Put that on a punk rock shirt. You're good. No nah, man, I'm gonna actually gonna write the next Beetlejuice movie, and that will be the line in that movie at some point. You can't blackmail, blackmail the dead. dead. That's a better impression. That's a better <laughs> impression. Like I'm proud of you, Marco. I like how I said thank you for Beetlejuice watching. All just th- easy to do. Any of us can do a Beetlejuice impression. I don't know. Beetlejuice's voice sounds like off the top of my head. Really? That's probably because you didn't like, watch the movie because your dad t- was, didn't allow you to. No, I was actually able to. I was actually able to. I was a little bit scared of Beetlejuice, not going to lie. A little bit scared. But um, <laughs> it's great. It's Michael Keaton with creepy clown makeup. I don't hey, green hair. I love. It's a crazy. I think because I love Michael Keaton and I love Prince. That's why I defended that whole Prince on the Batman soundtrack. <laughs> things you discover about yourself. But no, he wasn't creepy. <laughs> 
the movie was a little creepy. I'll give you that. That cover, the but poster from the VHS, where he's just like, was delightful. Ha-ha. That made me want to watch the movie. I'm, I'm going to rape your family. Ha-ha. And you know what? He would. He probably was a rapist. <laughs> I wouldn't put that past Beetlejuice. When he was alive, he was probably a rapist. At least a pervert. At least he was he <laughs> oh, was sure. he was grabbing pussy. He was, he for was sure. not allowed around schools. Yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah. Just you know. And then if you think he of a, he tried it, to marry with Notorata, she was a teenager. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> evidence evidence number one. Right there. Forced her into marriage because he Forced impersonated her. Into her. Marriage. <laughs> Come on. That's a sign of a predator if I've ever seen one. Oh my god. <sighs> Great movie, which is why yeah. it's a great movie. Ten to out of ten. Ten out would ten. recommend. <laughs> I, it was all right. I remember reviewing it for my show last time. I forgot what I gave it, but it was it was you enjoyable. It was enjoyable. You know what movie you really can't watch these days? It's big. Really? <laughs> oh, because it's a child making love to the an old lady. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he changes back into a kid in front of a face, and she's just like, yeah. And she's cool. just, she happens. just accepts it. <laughs> Like, well. She should be in fucking therapy forever. <laughs> <laughs> you were the 80s. There was, no, there was no list back then or anything. So. <laughs> that's love, terrible. Keith, that's that. just the difference between just outlooks on life from now to back then in the age. We didn't give a fuck back then. I mean, we talked <laughs> about that. We were to hit. Tom Hanks still renowned and loved for that role. Then again, yeah. he was the victim of a child predator <laughs> in that movie <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, see, some movies just, they don't hold up very well. We saw it with Ace Ventura. It's, yeah, it's- we, we've, <laughs> we've had that discussion. Um, by the way, yeah. guys, I know some of y'all are drinking. Perhaps you are, perhaps you're not. I'm drinking from Colorado, Breckenridge Brewery's Strawberry Sky. Imagine, a, like, Shock Top is to orange. Just this flavor as strawberry. It's like you know how like a Breckenridge like a, is a great brewery. Really, uh, I've actually made a, a a really big effort of only buying from local breweries because Sellers of how cute. hard hit they were. Oh, I try. So right now, I'm, you I take try. care of Sellers, Marco. <laughs> well, I'm actually <laughs> drinking Hop Squad right now. Okay. Uh, Lord Zanate. Hey, so Marco, okay. in my defense, Marco, in my defense. Um, I went to Costco and they had nothing but local, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sure everything is local." And then it was like, "Oh, so from Colorado." I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> so I tried, I tried, but no. Bro, you live five minutes from any brewery that really matters. I don't like that you one really where we did. played Mario Kart at. Those beers sucked. I didn't like them. Alberts, Alberts, yeah. yeah. Was not a fan of their beers. Really? Fourth uh, Tap was good. Probably didn't have the right, be- the See, right I don't beers. Like Fourth Tap. Fourth Tap. Fourth do. Tap. I actually like the vibe way more than I like their beers. But the Running <laughs> Man is now available in six pack form, and that's my favorite beer from them. Uh, shout out to Tioga Sequoia Brewery in Fresno, California. They make some amazing beer. It's like really, there's like maybe four or five breweries in in Fresno, and they're top dog by far, man. Their Tecumseh IPA. Their the 99 is as good. As far as Gold I know, Ale. like, there's not a lot of really good breweries in um, California. Fuck no you. Fuck but you. It was just Firestone. It's just, like, Firestone. It's just what I've always Lagunitas. heard. Like, the, fur- the farther north you go, like, I'm not even defending Texas. The farther north you go, that's where the good breweries are. Like, the best breweries oh, are in Washington and Oregon. Wisconsin, too. Fucking uh, New, well, yeah, New Glarus. The, the further north you go, like, the better it gets. And then it just drops off in Canada because nobody likes their beer. <laughs> <laughs> well like i'll put it this way like 
you have uh, Fire Firestone, which makes like 805. That's that's national now. That used to be local. Um, then you have uh, Lagunitas. You have um, Sierra. Sierra Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of – but those are like massive. Like you can't get – Fucking fire! Uh, was it a fireman's ale in California? Like I'm it doesn't translate, like, right? I've I've had fireman's a lot of the, the free beers from all three of those breweries during South by, and I'm like, they're not that good. Like as far as I remember, that's because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a fair <laughs> argument. Also, I like beer more than you do. That's because you suck. <laughs> you were, if we were having an argument about liquor, like whatever liquor is made in California, you'll probably win. Because... Nah, I don't like liquor though. Liquor betrays me now. I'm old. <laughs> I think I've, I don't think I've said that. I think I've said that. Where like I'm, I'm slowly becoming thirty. I have one severe gray I'm hair in my sideburn. You're not slowly <laughs> becoming thirty, sir. <laughs> You're rapidly becoming thirty. <laughs> It feels like fucking Willy Wonka in that fucking tunnel. You're rapidly becoming 31 due to the quarantine. Like, oh, you're not celebrating. <laughs> you're Excuse me. Excuse me, Marco. My body is atrophying, so I haven't used it for half a year. It's literally just, it's still fresh. So when I go back and we're able to, you know, be in the world, I'll have the body of a 30 year old because it will be fresh and, and new and new and rested. Um, but no, I like, honestly, I feel like. We're in that Willy Wonka tunnel. There is no earthly way of knowing which direction we are going. Is it rain? Like that's how I feel. Twenty twenty is like that's how I feel going towards thirty. You know, are the fires of hell are swirling and it never stops turning? Uh, (laughs) Like that scream he does is always terrifying to me. That's how I feel right now. In this world, you should. It's it's not great out there right now. Oh my god, yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not hold, looking great. But you know, hold on, wait. There's a story. Disney Plus has blank check on there. Adult woman passionately kisses a 12 year old. I remember blank check, and I remember oh, yeah. that happening. I remember blank check. Yeah. What? Blank check is a story of a kid. Oh, that's who, right. I used the, to love blank check. I used to love blank. Movie. It was blank check and the first kid. Those are my two favorites. And yeah. And the first kid had a guy who's a legit fucking pedophile as the villain. Like he's in real life as a pedophile. And I knew he was creepy because his mustache I freaked me out as a kid. But blank check was a kid who got a blank check from a billionaire and committed fucking fraud. And just Straight bought a bunch. Fraud. Just, Not even just, like a little fraud. Like classic it was fraud. Legit, it was classic fraud. <laughs> <laughs> and it like, made me think I could do classic fraud as a child. <laughs> I was like, if somebody ever gives me a blank check, I'm like, my mom has a checkbook. <laughs> bro, bro, real talk. In one of the apartments I moved into, uh, I was working security, and the guy goes, "Hey, these people abandoned their apartment, and so we like you get these two free brand new mattresses, you get this cool ass lamp, and then like we were looking through the apartment because we were security, and they left a blank check there, and you got to think of how rich someone is to leave full a fully furnished apartment without yeah. paying like the exit all fee. new shit." All right. new shit. They left all that new shit to not pay the exit fee. And so they had blank checks there. And I was like, how much fraud could I and should I commit? Because I was so – I wanted to – I saw a blank check. And I wanted, wanted a slide inside of your castle house that you built from getting a blank check. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still and, want that house. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I realize that was filmed here, right? In Texas? Really? 
I don't. Yeah. I was. I haven't seen Austin, it. In, I believe. I haven't seen it in mistaken. like. I haven't seen it in like fifteen, twenty years. Probably some parts of it were, yeah. yeah. But yeah, great movie, classic. Adult woman passionately kisses a twelve-year-old. I do remember that part she, though. She absolutely did. And by the way, and then there's, and there's Home Alone, which is a whole nother fucking <laughs> issue by itself. That's just neg- pure negligence. Pure negligence. Where the fuck is CPS? Come um, on, now. They're, they're white and wealthy, Tommy. Oh, jeez. Are you really asking where CPS in Home Alone? Like, <laughs> yes, that's exactly. They're what all asked. over that movie, really, is what should happen. And yeah, a child's homicidal tendencies just flashing. Yeah, that, that should have been the real theme of did, Home Alone. Did you just say homicidal? I, I said, said homicidal. No, homicidal. Homicidal, whatever. <laughs> Ho- homos- homicidal sounds like a really vintage version of being fucking homophobic. Yeah. Goddamn, come in, homicidal over there. <laughs> well, I mean, they were two male bandits, so, I mean, you don't know. <laughs> and they were, to their admission, wet, so that's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and sticky. And Tommy's from LaGrange, so that could definitely be one of the things. That he understood I, about that movie. Or one of the old-timey phrases from LaGrange. The homo saddles over there doing was, their nastiness. It comes out every now and again. I am from a small country town population of like 2,000 people. That, that, that's true. And and my mom, break, my, mom's from, my mom's from Harlingen, Texas, right? And even she has old-timey phrases that we still say as like adults, like I say, because she was just grew up back then and like had these old timey phrases. I don't know, Tommy. Have you ever been slower than molasses in January? Yep. This it is has. the whole porch monkey scene from Clerks too. Is what's, what's slowly <laughs> happening here? <laughs> yeah, Marco. You, Marco. You want to phrase that with our one black co-host? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Making a reference to Clerks too within two sentences. I'm fine. Like that's everyone it's okay. knows. He's taking I'm it going. back. <laughs> Oh, hey, 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 so Tommy, you remember that back porch wet back scene from fucking Clerks Four? I'm kidding, that's not a real thing. So, Whoa. shut up. So, uh, yeah, the yeah slower than last in January. Uh, my mom was once told a story about a toothless uh, lady ordering two sodas and a full ice creams. Like that's how the person said it in their actual life. So. Uh, I'm not oh, yeah. unfamiliar with old timey adages and phrases. These are all very Texas things. Mm-hmm. By the way, the ultimate to start Dark Slayer. So this woman and her husband were gamblers. She worked in the front office. So they were go- growing weed in their apartment. Their home was invaded and they were killed. The police chased them for 30 miles and they were caught. My mom was coming home and nearly got hit. So they were talking about, I guess, other drug manufacturing stories that oh. they had. Oh, okay. <laughs> It sounded like you were reading a joke for some reason. I was, I was, yeah, where's the punchline? <laughs> the, the punchline is they were fucking murdered. They were murdered oh, no. by the police. Oh, right. yeah. And then uh, Key goes in the chat. Found out the lyric wasn't eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger by his toe. Because that one made me sad. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that doesn't even make any sense. When I heard that that was the original, I was like, what? Catch it by his toe? Tommy, can you be caught by your toe? I know you're not an N-word, but goddamn. What the fuck? You you know that phrase, Tommy. You know wait, where I'm wait, going, wait, right? You really I do know him? It. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to get on Marco. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's called being contradictory and overt for a reason on it's air. It's satire. I understand. It's I a satire. <laughs> yeah. 
You're Tommy, really lucky TJ's not here. That's all I'm going to say. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, I implied that you were an N-word. Oh, God. I don't know if implied is the right word. I think it's overtly called you one, but whatever. You, you did. You did. You did. But hey, it's fine. I, I, hey, I put I, the ball I, in I know your who court. you are on the inside, Sam. I put the, okay. Hey, Tommy, I put the ball in your court. I asked if you could be caught by your toe. If not, you are not one. So there you go. I am not because I can't be caught by my toe. Exactly. But I guess. Okay. My toes are talons. It would destroy someone. Tommy, that's gross. Go get a manicure or pedicure. Oh, my feet are horrendous. Go get some sandpaper and a machine and sand those shits down because nobody likes that. And after quarantine, everyone's going to be fucked up, but that's still going to be unacceptable because that's the thing. When this shit's all over, I am going buck wild, guys. I'm bringing back Santa Barbara Sammy, which had no fucking pause had no I, break. I, i'm actually like at a midpoint where i'm trying to figure out am i going to have a barbecue and a huge party or am i just going to go to sixth street when this is all over and then yeah. just be as stupid as i was at 20 yeah right. like we have yeah. to yeah no yeah. i'm doing that i'm doing that i'm going i'm drinking crack and rum i'm drinking a whole bottle of crack, crack. And rum by myself oh, oh crack and rum i thought you were gonna have crack and then drink rum <laughs> i really thought that's what you meant i'm like holy shit sammy tommy you don't have to go that hard man tommy it's on the list okay it's one of the many options crack and rum crack and rum <laughs> crack crack and go for a run i don't know that's one of the other options just yeah. just go for a 30 hour sprint on crack but it's like at our age what's the real reason to party oh yeah we worked you know this entire week it was tough no i'm incredibly like, yeah, that's a, at, that's a at my age what, I, what i've come to is that i celebrate special things by having a cigar I'm definitely having one at the end of pandemic or Corona apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm going to. No, no, I'm going, I am to, going to have so many beers. <laughs> <laughs> All of the beers. Yeah, because JJ, you're not drinking right now, right? No, yeah, I'm not drinking right now. Just because I, with this whole quarantine shit, I'm I'm eating cereal again. I had given up cereal. <laughs> I had given up cereal because it, uh, I found out after high school, oh, cereal makes me fat because I eat a lot of it. <laughs> and, but, and it's all carbs and sugar, which right. is just another carb. So, <laughs> if, if you want to drink and not get fat, Fourth Tap makes a lovely 100-calorie hazy IPA called The Running Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, around, JJ. so, JJ, that's this. here's the thing. One of the first podcast episodes we ever did uh, for the no, I'm sorry, for the Fantastic Voyage on the Mexlins, we talked about our favorite cereals. Now, are you strictly brand name, or do you venture into secondary off-brand cereals? I need to know. Malto meal, malto, malto meal. meal yeah. I like I like me some malto meals. Okay, and yeah, even the store, other I, store brands. I like like fucking sucaritas from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Because now I'm on Google where I looked up knockoff cereal. I mean, would you eat some Cocoa Moons or Marshmallow Magic? Perhaps some Silly Circles? Like, uh, Yes. I God mean, damn it. Which one's their, their version of Fruit Loops? The Malto Meal version of Fruit Loops. I like it more uh, than the actual Fruit Loops. Uh, fruit, what is it? Fruit Circles? What is that? It's something like, it's They're like, more fruity. It's the, yeah, it's the one with the wizard, ain't it? It's got a wizard on it. It's got a wizard, yeah. Yeah, but I but like yeah, no, those more. Fruitier than Fruit Loops. Yeah, Tutti Fruities. Uh, there you go, Tutti Fruity, Malta Meal Tutti Fruities. Ain't that about a bitch? 
Also, they're not they're not Fruit Loops. They're Fruit Loops. F R O O T. You bastard. Yeah, I look up Fruit Loops, and they try to correct me to F R U I T, but it's F R O O T. Just yeah. for Mandela you. effect, man. It's that, the Mandela effect. I know. I knew it was F R O O T because I'm I'm stupid. And Frosted Flakes, they can't copyright that name, so all knockoff Frosted Flakes or Frosted Flakes. Oh, Frosted Flakes. Yeah. yeah. We have uh, crispy rice. My favorite, yeah, except uh, for the Mexican ones, which are sucaritas. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which just means frosted <laughs> or no, little, little frosted, means, little sugar. It's like tiny sugar. That's that's what it means. <laughs> uh, my so there's two favorites I have. There's uh, pranks, which is a fox instead of tricks. <laughs> pranks, p r a p r a n k s. That shit cracks me up. Uh, marshmallow mateys cracks me the fuck up. That's a uh, frosted flakes. Oh yeah. Those are good too, yeah. Marshmallow mateys are good, and then there's. We thought that Honey Smacks was a knockoff, but that's just a real fucking frog. Dig them, no, yeah. the Honey Smacks frog. Dig them, the, yeah. <laughs> JJ. The most sugar of any cereal ever. Well, no, they used to be called Sugar Smacks, and they're like, we can't call it Sugar Smacks anymore. Parents won't yeah, buy them. Was, Golden Crispus was like the exact yeah. same cereal, and Golden Grams. Yeah, they're yeah. just straight sugar, and I loved them. Fucking Cookie Crisp when it was good. So cookie crisp, I was like, this is candy for or soon cookies for breakfast. And then I was like, wow, these are just shitty cookies. But then I had them again recently. I'm like, nope, this is just legit cookies for breakfast. What the fuck? How is yeah, this new? Yeah. How is this nourishment? It's not. Fuck that. It's just delicious. Did you know Chips Ahoy got in the fucking cereal game? <laughs> what? I saw that. I remember that yeah. one. <laughs> Oreos too. Fucking yeah, Oreo O's. Oreos were the shit. Oreo O's were fucking delicious. Now, I think TJ would miss this because this is one of his favorite commercials, but Reese's Puff Reese's cereal Puffs. is fucking the best. I never <laughs> had it. They're Can't great. give an no. opinion, pro or con. Bro, can I it's, tell you? Can it's I, good. No, can I tell you one that's uh, gone away and it's really hard to find? That's my favorite of all time. So like, I usually say my favorite of all time is uh, Frosted Flakes. I love Frosted Flakes. Simple to the point, delicious. I haven't yeah. had Waffle Crisp in 20 years. Oh my oh. god, Waffle Crisp. <laughs> Waffle Crisp. Holy shit. Waffle Crisp is the best cereal of all time. Hands down. Has Hands. the butteriness of a waffle plus the syrupy taste? And then it's a cereal? And then it made your milk taste like fucking maple syrup? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. They man. they have like Kellogg's Ego cereal. It's not Waffle Crisp. Waffle no, Crisp is a monster and I want yeah. it. Keep your churro cereal. Keep your French toast cereal. And it doesn't exist. I'm, I'm on Google right now. It does not exist. They have Eggo oh, cereal. Waffle crisp. I would eat just dry and I would eat the whole yes. box in a day. And my parents and my siblings would be pissed at me. <laughs> They'd be like, why the fuck are you eating all the cereal? I'm like, have you had this? This is a great treat beyond cereal. It's it like dessert. It was, on, it, at any time. it was on par with like Doritos and fucking Reese's Cups. It, it was that good. Waffle crisp. Get rid of it. I want to be- Doritos Loco Taco now. Like randomly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> randomly. I have chicken strips in my air fryer. I try to eat some before. Because I've been drinking nothing but beer right now. I'm four beers in. I had uh, the strawberry lager. I've had the brick lager, which is great. I have a couple IPAs. Hopefully those are good. But everything else has been great. Um, and then I have some water. I have some. I bought soda for the first time in like two, three years. Like I don't buy soda, but I just wanted some fucking Sprite and root beer, so I got that. And um yeah, that's my life right now. I actually want to get more beer. Do you guys have other things you want to talk about? 
<laughs> I guess not. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to go fucking, I don't, I, I, we ran out of topics, but I mean, I kind of, we I have can, not run out of topics. I'm saying yeah. we've just been going off the dough. Sam, I'm sure we yeah, can do this for a Sam, while. Because I can see bars for when people talk, you're talking 90% of the time. We've not uh, like got close to what any anything is going on right now. Well, what really, do you, what do you guys want to talk about? I'm you guys are the compass. I'm the one kicking it, so I can kick it as <laughs> long as I want. Clearly kicking it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, what's the thing? I mean, I've just been kind of leading the conversation, but does anybody else want to take the lead for this time while I go grab I mean, some beers? I'll, I'll take the lead while you go get a, a beer. I've been in and out actually. Like I've gotten three beers and taken two pisses. Thir- <laughs> <laughs> I've been um, waiting for my moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just knew I could leave when the middle of like Sam telling a story because he has right. a writer's brain. <laughs> Thank which you. Is just, Thank like, you, Marco. It's not. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying it to default you. It's just like you have to give details and use so many adjectives. Whereas, like me and JJ are like, yeah, there, that happened. That and that's yeah. it. Like it'll be strict. No, just meat. Wait, right. no fluff. <laughs> All meat. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm poetic. Thank you very much. But uh, I'm going to grab these beers. Marco, you fucking guide the conversation. I'll join it when I hear your stories and then not pay attention and fucking zone out and go pee while I'm telling an important story. All right. Go for it. Just leave. I am. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what are you watching right now? Oh, man. I'm watching uh, Westworld. I'm catching up on that. It's not great. It's a pretty <laughs> terrible show. I, pre- uh, yeah, I, I heard the I'm first season was amazing, and then after that, it's not as <laughs> it, amazing. And it then it's just though. like it was good. It was like really good. I give it really good, not even great, just really good. And then it just it got into just a convoluted mess that they know is a convoluted mess, but they don't care. And they're just like, hey, either stick with it or you don't. I choose not to. <laughs> well, <laughs> JJ, right. what are you watching right now during the Corona apocalypse? Uh, so many things. Uh, I was watching High Score Girl because season two came out of that. Uh, finished it because I it's a really really girly anime, and also involves video games. It it's weird. It's an anime that like makes me nostalgic for a time I existed in, but not the place I existed in. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I, I get that actually all the time because, I mean, us growing up in a super Hispanic time, it's like I didn't, ex- I mean, our hometown is 90% Hispanic, so I didn't get to experience a lot of things that happen in other cultures, like in the, even in right, the yeah. sense of like really mundane things like uh, the rap that was really popular in 1995 or Green Day. Like it's like oh yeah. I had to find out about that in 2016. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, my brother just gave me his Amazon password so I could watch uh, Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Why? I haven't uh, seen one bad review of that movie in that. No, defense. it's pretty high actually. <laughs> it's, uh, Sonic uh, well, the Hedgehog I mean, I levels, which, and that was a big surprise. So it's like I man, did like Sonic a lot. I like Sonic. <laughs> Everyone liked it. <laughs> Um, but I, I put in his password today on, on my Roku and I was like, he had just told me that he, you know, rented the world tour and he had it for however many days, if I wanted to watch it, I was like, sure. And when I log into his Amazon prime account, uh, 
the first thing it offers me is like HBO. And I'm like, motherfucker, you have HBO on this bitch? And he's like, yeah. Well, I'm going to watch The Watchmen, asshole. (laughs) 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 Why didn't you tell me this before? (laughs) Great show. Uh, Everything I've heard about The Watchmen is amazing. It's pretty incredible. It's like, it's amazing. We only need one season. Thank you. And then they walk out of the room. Everybody just dropped the mic and left. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so we can't do another Watchmen rendition? Okay, we'll do this. It's fucking brilliant. And they're like, that's enough. (laughs) I know you want a season two, but nah. Yeah. Well, I saw the first episode uh, before we were getting ready for this. And so far, I like it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We're talking about things that uh, we're watching nowadays. Yeah, yeah, because I, I feel like everyone has to have a queue of stuff. And then there's two ways to go about it. Either you're binge watching a certain show that you haven't like. Like, I've heard of a lot of people like, oh, I'm going to watch The Wire now that I finally have time. Like that kind of thing. Or it's like, like JJ was just saying, he actually got to two of five. But basically, I'm in the same boat as JJ where I'm watching five shows at once right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm also like rewatching Yu Yu Hakusho because I have a the Funimation app and the entire show is on there. And that that one time we were talking about a uh, top five couples, uh, one of mine was from that show, and I was like, oh crap, I'll rewatch it. Like I have a hunger for it now. But <laughs> that one I'm I'm limiting myself on that one where I'll only watch like one episode a day. And then I'll move on to my other bullshit that I want to do or, you know, work because right. they figure it out a way to make me work from home. <laughs> I should be thankful. I am thankful that, you know, I'm I'm not in yeah having to struggle or anything for money. When it's like six so. million people are filing for unemployment, it's like, oh, yeah, I should shut the fuck up and be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Just, I mean, like, just because my friends are in a blessed circle, like, obviously, birds of a feather, we're all kind of the same financial situation. We're all kind of semi-successful slash to successful. So, like, we're all okay. Other people, like, even people that we know, are not okay. And it's like, oh shit, we got to shut the fuck up and not. Dude, float. I, I actually <laughs> fell into this really weird mind circle where it was like, if I had got my gotten any of the dream jobs I applied for. I would be out of a job today and not right, knowing. Yeah. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat. Like when, when this all thing before this happened, uh, I was talking to, you know, my friends and I think I even brought it up with you guys. Like my company has always avoided like work from home being an option. So I was like, this isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. Right. And then I come back home from Eagle pass and they're like, well, pack up your shit. You're going to work from home now. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Okay. Right. Right. Uh, and then I started to, thankfully, like my company's pretty good and it's a, it's a tech company. So a lot of the work can be done from home. Right. But I'm like, you know, if I had any other jobs that I had had in the past, like I, I'd be fucked right now. Like, Oh, Kohl's is shut down and I used to work there. Uh, the yeah. casinos shut down. I used to work there. Like fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I was working at the Apple Store. I worked at a hardware store. Worked at Best Buy. All that motherfuckers are closed down. Uh, Double Toast is still hardware recording. Hardware stores but... are not closed down. Oh well, I would have fucking killed myself by the time if I was still working at the hardware store now. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, I, I wouldn't have to worry about coronavirus because I'd be already dead. Um, 
the hardware store was fucking awful, man. Uh, I could even tell funny stories about that shit. But uh, I was watching The Office just to answer your question. I've been binging The Office because I've never seen it before. And it's pretty good. A lot of people. Yeah, I thought it was weird stick. in the middle of a cultural argument. You were like, I'm watching The Office. And I'm like, you're watching the most vanilla thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, but watch you Parks saying you've never seen it ever before <laughs> makes sense. Like, that's a good reason to watch it. Yeah. And I'm like discovering. Yeah. Like, one, I already know all the inside jokes because of memes and comments and stuff. Two, it's like, yeah, this some of this really good comedy. Some of it's like 2005 comedy. Huh? <laughs> that, that you can't say that anymore. You can't That's call how someone I feel a ching about the whole first oh season, God. which is why I've never progressed on that show. I skipped like, the first honest. season. I skipped the first season per recommendations of people, and I barely held on for the second. Uh, I'm still on like season four now, and a lot of the major plot points are good. And then eventually, it's going to get bad. They say so. I'm like, oh, what that's show not are we fun. talking about? I took a piss. Uh, we're talking about the office. <laughs> See, people are obsessed with that shit. You can, you can yeah, legit get into has a never relationship the over the love of the today. office. It's a lot of people that are just now catching on yeah, to it. I, mean, I, I get the appeal. Great. It's it's an easy watch. It's an it's easy, a very watch. easy watch. You get you know twenty minutes. You get in and out. It's like oh that was nice, and then you leave, and then you said that was nice, and then you leave. It's just that over and over again. It's it never is. it's never particularly excellent. Like you're not watching an episode and going, oh my god, this is rollover laughing. Is, it's never like a Chappelle yeah, show. One of the best episodes in television history. Like no, none of those episodes are that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's just like 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 I can, you said, it's it's easy to put on in the background and just go about your day. Can I tell you something? I have a certain like okay. weird like thing like where I'll only watch a sitcom based show if it's edgy for the most part. Like uh, you're the worst. Um, you, always sunny in philadelphia is my always sunny favorite. in philadelphia is a good one uh jim jeffrey's show i forgot what it was it's legit that's what it's called oh, yeah. it's legit yeah uh they're, they're basically the same format where it's just like terrible it, people yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like uh, okay so there's nothing really different about it but that that's just it's like sitcoms are meant to feel like you're at home for the most part like yeah it, and that's that's where it is. Like I like Cheers. Like the, the go back. That's to what a place. lot of people are going back and watching right now, <laughs> which is weird as fuck to me. Cheers has been gone for two, like what, three decades, over three decades, almost four decades, and people so, are just now like, "Hey, man, have you seen Cheers?" Like, yeah, on TV Land when I was a child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> before Matt Locke when I was in my grandma's house for early days, like. <laughs> So um, the uh, the other podcast that I'm involved in, like the flashbacks happened in the 80s, like the late 80s. And um, Chris took uh, the the other dude took offense to it. He was like, I grew up in that. That's not that long ago. And then somebody brought up in the review that it was like, um, bro, if they started. So the 70s show started in the 90s. So it's the year 2020. If we started a that's the that 90s, 90s show, show? Yeah. yeah, like it's completely applicable at this time with it's that the exact time same. Print. It's the exact yeah. same as what yeah. they did with that 70s show. We don't want to realize that because it makes us feel old as shit, but yeah. Yeah, how how old was the 70s, guys? The start of the right 70s. Now? 30 years, right? Remember the 70s being 30 years, right? No, it's yeah, 50, it's 50 years ago. It's no, the 70s in general. When oh you, yeah, no, that's that's solid fifty. Our, our 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 brains are thinking, oh no, it's thirty years ago. No, it's fifty years ago. <laughs> Holy shit! In the fifties, goddamn, a hundred years. No, I don't. Eighty years ago, <laughs> like the Beatles. Yeah, the the Beatles. Lot. The Beatles started recording like what fifties, like what fifties and sixties. No, they're in the sixties. Sixties. The sixties. 
That's 60 no, you, years ago, guys. That's you know what you need to go back ago. and watch just to to really grasp it. Oh, this is set 100 years ago. Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> 1920 is when that fucking show starts. 1920. That was like 100 I've been doing this weird thing about watching 80s movies. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because that's when I'm the most comfortable with movies. And I've realized things like Over the Top aged way better than Bloodsport. Oh yeah, I watched oh, Raw Deal the other day. A lot <laughs> of things aged way better than Bloodsport, man. <laughs> Bloodsport was outdated by like the next year. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was telling Sammy I discovered this app called, I think it's real, yeah, real good, and it's basically you put every streaming service that you have into this thing, and it'll just make one big guide of movies for you that are available for you to watch at any given time. And I've just been on like a '90s. In early 80s, I mean, in a late 80s action kick lately. So Die Hard, the obscure ones like Last Boy Scout, just it doesn't matter. <laughs> if it's terrible and it was made in the 90s and it's an action movie, I'm watching it. Boiling Point, come on, <laughs> man. Wesley Snipes, it's ridiculous. I can, I can just that's put my, ra- that's my comfort zone. I can just put random words together, and they're probably an 80s movie. Death to Kill, that's probably an 80s movie at some point. That's a Seagal movie, yeah. Is yeah. that really death to kill? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know. You got to tell me if I'm lying. Like, I don't know. Murder by fists. Like, that's probably a Kung Fu movie from the 70s. Oh, I don't know if anybody's old enough to remember this movie. It was in the 80s. If anybody knows about this one, it's Marco. My fingers are crossed. American Ninja. No one. I remember it. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't it open like the dude's a soldier, right? Yeah, like I don't know if you've ever seen Key and Peele, but they did like a sketch <laughs> about those old, terrible 80s action movies that were like canon films. Yeah, yeah. To VHS. <laughs> that was American Ninja. Like what he was basing that off of is basically American Ninja. Whoa. Where it's got to be a, a dude, white guy with a mullet trained by like ninja assassins for whatever reason. Yeah, it's a black guy with a wushu sword. Yeah, it's a black guy with the wushu. Yes. I'm, watching, I'm, looking right. the, I'm looking at the poster right now. And it's oh, very, God damn it. I was hoping you'd see oh, it. Oh, no. I'm born in 1990. <laughs> I am. I can't. But this guy's holding a samurai sword in front of the American flag. It's pretty epic. I'm not going to lie. He looks like Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Colonel Guile's uniform from Street Fighter without yep. the hair yeah. and a fucking katana. And that's it. And then the General Patton Honestly, speech. Street Fighter didn't age that bad as a movie. It if you see it as actually. a comedy. Oh, if you see it as a comedy, it's the it's best. I, so, so that's the thing. We had, I don't know where it is, but we had a poster of Street Fighter the movie on our wall at my old house, which is before the age of 10 for me. And I love that shit because I love Street Fighter. That's one of my nerdy things. I know more about Street Fighter than most people should. And so... <laughs> um like, I know random stupid shit about Street Fighter. I was really into it in fucking early high school. I don't know why. Anyway, that movie is fantastic. I watched that movie so much. I actually have some bison dollars that my friend printed for me on my desk right now <laughs> because that movie is so great. Oh, it's completely inaccurate and it's completely stupid, but that movie is saved for the fact that Zangief is 100% accurate and it's fucking awesome. That actor. <laughs> and Raul Julia on his last role ever, just giving it his fucking all, passing out in between takes because he has fucking cancer. Like forever, God damn it, Jonathan man! Adams in in Bison for me, that guy, great actor, fucking Raul Julia. actor, yeah. Like that's the Jonathan thing. Adams in, like, in, like he was really like you knew Raul Julia. Like you have to Crazy. think about it, Tommy. You have to think about all of you. You have to think about this. 
there was a line written on paper that said to you the moment that bison graced your village was the greatest it was it was the most important day of your life for me it was tuesday but but that scene shows up in like every list of terrible movies with great scenes right like, because he sold it you gotta think about how amazing of an actor you have to be to be to say with a straight face the day bison graced your village was the most important day of your life for you, me you say it like it's it was not Tuesday. a bad line the bad line in that movie that raul, Ju- raul julia had to give is like yes but it'll be worth more when we kidnap the Queen of England. And nobody talks about that scene because it's terrible. No, no. Marco, I have to respectfully decline. And the worst line of that movie is, game over. Oh, yeah. That's, that's me, fitting yeah, yeah. for a video game movie in the 90s, though. Like, do you remember? Like, as bad as you want to shit on uh, Street Fighter, which is a bad movie. Double Dragon, do you remember? Oh my god, it's class. <laughs> so with Mark DeCascos. I the dude from the American version of Iron Chef. <laughs> hey, that man was a B-movie legend, yeah. <laughs> I know, but it blew my mind because I was just flipping through, you know, channels and then I stumble upon Food Network. Like, is that the dude from Double Dragon? What <laughs> Is he going to fight the chefs? What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> but, no. Hey, so remember, remember Bobo? Like, come on, man. <laughs> so I Even watched... on that note, like, Double Dragon seems like a masterpiece compared to the Mario Brothers movie. Which... It, you which, can find some appreciation in that one, too, though. Bro, the Mario Brothers movie blew up the Twin Towers like five years before it happens. It's they did. chaos. That movie is bonkers, and I love John Leguizamo. That's pretty much the only reason why I watched that movie. Uh, Mojo Nixon shows uh, up in there. On that note, like <laughs> of the note of terrible 90s comedy, the past actually aged way better than Ace Ventura or any of the other <laughs> movies of that never, time. never saw the past, actually. I, oh, I know great. what it is, but I heard, no, I, like I legit heard it's great. If you'll you like John like Leguizamo, you have to like, watch. Like, this is so 90s. Like, you'll, that's that's what you'll get like when you watch that movie. Wow. It's just the cover looks so amazing. It was the most <laughs> nice. It's, it's John Leguizamo with spiky hair and those classic 90s sunglasses that are bullshit. A chain and like and a bright shirt. shirt. Yeah. The shirt, especially. Um, it's like some <laughs> shit from a B-52 video. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. But you, but you want to talk about the '90s, you know, as like you know, the '70s had their bell bottoms and shit. Like the '90s is coming back again as retro. Like a lot of the kids are bringing back fanny it's, packs, it's, it's vibrant retro. Colors. It's what it the, is. High top fades. The '90s is coming back as retro. I've seen Facebook posts about being like, "I wish I grew up in a in the, at the time of 2005 and being emo." It's yeah. like, bro, I grew up in that. Like, that's not you were already <laughs> halfway there at that point. Yeah, like, like. 2000 is going to be it's pretty much retro now because that was 20 years ago I, I mean i actually just was hearing about like because i'm so into music new metal is basically making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh god oh no, oh, no, no. i could do without that one now well no my brother <laughs> i mean it, i really wish that i was an adult or not an adult i wish i was at least 18 when uh rolling by limp biscuit came out like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's something i wish i could have experienced it's great i can tell <laughs> you rolling, 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 rolling. no it was amazing because you know what i used to love back then and you're gonna be like why but it, it's such a nostalgic thing more than anything trl 
with oh. Litmus. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I actually get the love for TRL because yeah. they were actually really good at like this is the cream of the crop of every genre. If you like pop, um, sync is a big thing. If you like metal, Marilyn Manson's fight song just he came was out. number one. Yeah, like yeah. you're absolutely right. <laughs> I really do have a respect for TR because yeah, man, they blended it all into one, and it was actually like whatever was popular. They didn't nitpick. Like it wasn't just in sync every week. I remember it was like Blink One Eighty Two pop up. Fucking Bow Wow was also in it. Shit, Bow Wow was there. <laughs> That's a dog joke. It's a dog. B two K. B two K. What song did they sing? I, I, I actually think that TRL actually had was a series of doors for the most part. Where like if you're into R and B, like listening to R. R Kelly is only going to lead you to Alicia Keys and better artists. If you're into punk, the offspring is only going to lead you to no effects. If you're into metal, uh, being into watching Marilyn Manson get number one is only going to lead you to Ice Earth. Like it, it was just it was bum, a doorway, bum, bum. and 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 I was okay with it. Yeah, it worked, and it did work because it did that exact thing. It was just like, all right. And that's how like fucking corn came around and fucking Papa Roach and Limp Bizkit. <laughs> fucking like, Papa I just Roach. wanted more of the same shit. It was the same with the boy bands. Like fucking LFO, ninety eight degrees. I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, of course Dang, you know. If that. I had one wish, <laughs> see it's been gone since that summer. No, Lucky Shot eighty five in the chat was bump 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 was the B two K song, and I know I love <laughs> that was it. I love the shit. Yeah, love that shit. B two K gave us a classic dance movie, and you got served. I kind of wish that TRL came back in this day and age. What has? Like, Marco, it came back. It did? <laughs> it's terrible. I don't have cable. It's so. the worst <laughs> thing you could ever see in your life. And I, I think they finally just put a nail in it because it was back, like, think last year premiered. And it was the most god awful fucking thing. You <laughs> I mean, it's pretty weird for Carson Daly being so boring. But a, I can't imagine me it being hosted by anybody else. Me either. Like, even when they brought in other people, I'm like, you can bring him back. Like, we don't need anybody who's <laughs> out there because the fucking artist's already out there. Like, they're crazy as fuck. We need a, a guy who's just, like, he. you can just tell he eats bread for, yeah. for lunch. <laughs> yeah, he's Nothing the on it. <laughs> milk toast, white bread type of dude to, yeah. to, to kind of, uh, he's a palate he cleanser. A he's a visual palate cleanser. <laughs> Everyone called him a tool back then, and that's exactly what he was. But it worked for the show. It worked perfectly. It, it, it's so weird how right all of you are, because he would be like, and Shakira at number three, and then he would be number two in sync, number yeah. one, the offspring. Like it he, would, he would be- never change his expression. <laughs> he, he would be like, I'm so excited right now to interview this guy, ladies and gentlemen, Eminem. His, his demeanor would not change the <laughs> interview. And it's like, okay. That's kind of refreshing because, you know, I guess it puts more focus on the people you're interviewing and talking to and the audience and the vibe. You just like your, your wallpaper. You're just kind of there, your wallpaper that speaks. You're right. I love it. And then it advanced fucking Ryan Seacrest, like took over that host thing. And now he does every fucking New Year's, like fucking Bob Hope and shit. Like, yeah. No, Dick Clark. Dick it's Clark, whatever. Dick. Yeah. Dick Clark, you're right. Dick Clark's still alive, though, so they'll card him out every nook and New Year's. Dick Clark is hey. dead as shit. Oh, is he really? He's not alive. <laughs> <laughs> See, I missed that update. It's yeah, fine. I thought Dick Clark was immortal. I thought he was like Bob Barker, who is also he's immortal. Bob, like 98. Is Bob, Bob Barker, Barker alive? Is he? he is still alive. I checked yesterday. I'm not going to lie. I literally checked <laughs> yesterday. 
he dies of corona. That'd be so. I'd be so furious if coronavirus took oh, out yeah. fucking Bob Barker. I'd be dude, so. We thought it was mad. gonna, you know, really fuck up Tom Hanks. I was like, dude, I will fight Corona right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you would fight Corona over Tom Hanks, but Idris Elba, you're like, eh, it's, it's all right. You're never gonna be James <laughs> Bond anyway. Just yeah. you know? <laughs> as I mentioned, okay. as I mentioned before, I went to a movie premiere name drop, and uh, I saw Idris Elba in person from like 20 feet away. And man, fuck him for being so goddamn handsome. Like I was questioning my morals. Oh no, Denzel is handsome. Idris Elba is fucking guapo. Like I can't even put it in English. Like he is. His suit was fly. <laughs> his demeanor was cool. It was infuriating. I was so mad. I was like, God damn it! When guy like that was the first time I felt like, man, why should I even be a man? I should just be a woman at this point. I cannot compete. I'm not in the same league of man as fucking Idris Elba. Height maybe was the only thing I had on him. And that's just fucking not enough. genetics. Not that enough, is not man. enough. That is not enough to be in the same class as Idris Elba. Hey, look. Suge Knight's about your size. He did very well for himself. Should not, I still murdered a lot of people, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to murder. I don't want to murder. On the Rock. next episode of The Mexicans, Sam murders the other two popular podcasts in, in, in Austin. Let's kill Angry Joe and Double Toasted. <laughs> <laughs> this hanging son of a bitch is off a hotel balconies and shit. Jesus Christ. I will be supreme. Apparently, there's a person in my apartment complex that does podcasts. I don't know who they are, but the fucking hey, one of the million of them out. That was about to say. Uh, yeah, Mark, I don't know if we said that. The lady who lives across from me is probably doing a podcast right now. Yeah, and we have four listeners right now. We have like up to 10. We're just kind of rambling and incoherent. It's one big intro, guys. We're not really, we don't have any <laughs> format. We don't care. We've got sure about, edit it down to something. No, no, you know? it's as is. No, we're talking about strippers. <laughs> talking about porn. We we've porn, a lot of crap. Fucking cereal. Um, I don't know. We can talk about dating in the apocalypse and how it's bullshit and doesn't exist. <coughs> no, oh, we, didn't, we talked about that pre-podcast. Yeah, well, I don't like, think we talked about that here. Oh well, that's the thing. So I, I'm gonna put him out there. Fuck him. Um. I called Ray today because Ray got a Nintendo Switch, and I know he has Smash Brothers. I know he has Mario Tennis for some fucking reason. And I was like, Ray, you want to come on the podcast tonight? You want to play some Switch? And he was like, uh, nah, bro. I gotta, I'm uh, doing some stuff. I'm like, doing what? And he's like, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting someone. I'm like, during a quarantine? Well, she's been quarantined. I've been quarantined. Whatever. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> That's the logic I would use if I was single. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a logic. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, you love yeah, used it also, you know, and he's a handsome dude. You know, he can do whatever he wants, but I'm just like, fuck, I'm, I'm not like, once again, not good on paper. I'm a dynamite personality and I am tall. That's my thing. I have presence about me when I'm talking to girls, this quarantine shit ain't cutting it for me, man. It's cock blocking you. It's cock blocking me hard. I had a, you know, uh, for people listening to the podcast, I was dating somebody for a little bit, like half a second. And then she was like, yeah, quarantine is making everything crazy. One week. Let's just stop. It's not real. It was two. And yeah, it's dating. I didn't, there's nothing beyond that. Point is, I was like, okay, let's, you know, let's start dating. Let's go put myself out there. Fucking quarantine. <laughs> Fuck. She was like, yeah, it's too crazy. <laughs> let's just keep it cool. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Let's be friends. It's fine. But I was like, okay, well, fuck. I, hmm. That was going to be kind of a thing, you know, that I was trying. Fuck. Okay. Well, what other seeds have I... I've planted no other seeds because I just started dating. Fuck. Yeah. 
They died. And they died. All the seeds they died, died during the quarantine. They all got plague. I one poured gasoline over. And they salted my earth. Genghis Khan salted my fucking seeds. Now you can't grow anything. Now I can't grow anything anymore. And so, <laughs> and, and I was telling Tommy guys, the like, ghost of Jeremy came and poured that stuff that he poured on the fucking palm tree. Mescaline <laughs> resin. <laughs> fucking mescaline. I mean, shit. I, I don't really want to talk about dating in the Corona apocalypse without TJ. Like, I want to know what his life is like. Yeah, he would be the guy to ask. Like, <laughs> me and Sammy, we, you know, we're out there kind of casually, but that guy. He's full steam ahead. TJ, yeah, TJ would make all sorts of excuses as to why they're clean. Like you know, he would like. <laughs> like he does his prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hey, hey, give him credit. He does not use prostitutes, but he, he can but, afford it. But yeah, no, he doesn't. No, yeah, no, no, he doesn't do prostitutes. He does escorts. He can afford escorts for sure. There you go, classy. There you go, like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. That's Ex- you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give TJ some credit. He worked hard. He's not just getting classic prostitutes. That's what we would get, Tommy, if we were that bad. Right. We right. would get we would get hookers almost. Actually, you know, we would get hookers. Yeah, not even, we can't even call them prostitutes. Yeah, just yeah. Me and Tommy would get hookers. JJ would probably get a prostitute. He TJ would get an escort. You're there right. you go. Yeah. And, and Marco would be left out of this conversation because he has a girlfriend. So you're a lucky man, Marco, that you don't have to resort to prostitutes like we did. Ladies of the night, we'll call. <laughs> I was like, Tommy, we haven't done so yet. This is hypothetical, okay? We'll see, we'll, we'll, like, I haven't gotten a prostitute ever, but keep in mind, I we're really only three weeks. About to put a year on the back of that. I thought you haven't gotten a prostitute in at least four years. No, no, never. <laughs> okay, good, good. Okay, you were worrying me there for a second. All right. So now, <laughs> since this is a free form conversation, I was like. 20 or something is still a virgin and i was telling my brother I'm like ah it sucks i want to fuck somebody he's like man just get a prostitute i was like no i gotta do it on my own and he was like it's the oldest profession nobody gives a shit if you want to lose it they're right there and i'm like hey no sex workers do want to you know they want respect on their name they're like hey man this is this is what what we do it's okay it is the oldest profession it is the oldest that's the that funny thing, about it. thing it's the oldest profession I yes. love that adage because it's like, okay, what's older than women selling their bodies for sex? For Fucking money. nothing. Fucking yeah. not not even money. Food, shelter, protection. People it was are, hey, see, that's, that is the category, but people don't like to put that category in there. It's beyond it's, it's beyond currency. It's beyond anything, really. It's so it's kind of like the fact that so I was in therapy. By the way, I was in therapy. Quick side note, guys, this is actually some good news. I was talking to somebody who's a fan of the show, watches the show, and they were actually encouraged to go to therapy because I brought it up so much, and now they go, and now they're doing great. That's like really good news. So I just wanted to share that with y'all because like, they were like, you know what? I was going through some tough times, and I just kept hearing you talk about therapy, about the New Year's resolution thing, and uh, I'm still going to therapy. And then they were like, yeah. I started going because of that show. I, you just you I had a friend that was telling me about it, and then I asked her for her therapist, and now she works for the therapist. And so, yeah, good news. If you're seeking therapy, if you have the ability to, if you have healthcare, you're still working, seek that shit out because things are crazy. So part of that therapy, I lost my train of thought, but part of the therapy was like, um, fuck, what were we talking about? I lost my train of thought. Hookers. <laughs> Hookers. Nice <laughs> <laughs> one, dude, and you're fine. Um, hookers. Fuck. What was I talking about with hookers and therapy? Um, 
Hookers go to therapy. It's okay. Hookers, yeah, hookers. <laughs> also, Marco, you sound like you're underwater. Are you away? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, my my uh, laptop is dying. Like, I'm not going to be on here for much longer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and he can't plug it in, apparently. It has a docking station. So, um, but anyway, um, strippers, man. That's all. That's all we're talking about. Just strippers. Lost my train of thought. I can't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I we were, we were talking not about. talking about strippers. We were talking about hookers. <laughs> we were. That's how far you my train of thought is. Strippers, hookers, are you saying because they're two completely different things? They could be interchangeable. Not in my experience, but then they're not interchangeable at all. Uh, no. I know enough people that have said had sex with strippers, so. Uh, I'm sure they didn't pay for it. It's just, I actually know a lot of guys, Sammy. Like, I have friends. Some of them are doppelgangers. I do have a friend that's your doppelganger. He's dated a stripper for seven years. Wow. And he hasn't put a ring on it? He hasn't committed? Because she's a stripper. He said, I'm not really into marrying a stripper. I'll, I'll stay with her. Like, got a good thing going. It worked for John Marston in Red Dead Redemption, okay? It could work out for him, too. Well, she was a hooker, but whatever. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> it worked out for him. But so maybe strippers can be Sam him. a hooker. That's the mission of 2020. Okay, I guess not. no, we're Marco, not doing that. I'm no. Sam a I stripper because I think I that relationship would work. I would not. What? No, fuck you, Tommy. I see him on. <laughs> that's the worst when I see him in their fucking behind the scenes locker room shit. I'm like, wow, that girl's fine. Oh, that's a strip club locker room. Oh dear oh, God. On Instagram, yeah, that's a, 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 <laughs> that's how you know. You're like, damn, she's fine as hell. Look at a pic. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a locker back there. <laughs> stripper. <It's, laughs> again, hey, perfectly fine. Yeah, and Make that's himself. Look out for lockers. <laughs> oh, yeah, always. Look yeah. out for the lockers in the background. Yeah, and so anyway, oh, that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, so uh, dating in the apocalypse, right? So, like, the girl I was dating, stop talking because uh, of apocalypse. And it's just like, I can't go meet anybody. I don't have, like, the confidence to be like, hey, let's break quarantine and go on a date or whatever, like, or invite her to my place. Like, what the fuck do you do as a single dude, right? Like, Marco, you're not dealing with shit. JJ, you've kind of told me that you're just kind of like whatever's at this point about it, right? Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm in my element. Like, I genuinely like being alone. <laughs> like, not not to not that I don't appreciate this, you know, being social and hanging out with my friends or anything. But when my mom, when my mom found out that like, oh, you're working from home now, so you must be like a pig in shit. Like you, you're ecstatic <laughs> about this, aren't you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm totally in my element. Very little of my life has changed, except for like, now I don't wear deodorant because who the fuck do I have to impress? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta admit, like my sh- my showers are becoming every other day. Not gonna lie. Oh, yeah, same here. It's like same saving here. water, okay. saving the environment. You know, like I and just what am I, the Queen of England? Like where the fuck am I going? <laughs> right, like we don't got no. I think Marco died for sure. But um, oh yeah. But my thing is like that's that's the new world we live in, right? Like we don't want to admit these things, but nobody's cleaning like they should. Like if we had like a a girl that were oh, like, yeah. oh, we're gonna sporadically not sporadically but rather simul not simultaneously god damn it what are the words i'm trying to use um spontaneously there you go that's the word i'm looking for spontaneously gonna go meet up and hook up with i'm like i cannot do that because i am worth the three days of funk like i 
don't have not done laundry. I did laundry today, thank God, over the first time in like two weeks. I was on to my last fucking pair of underwear. Like that's <laughs> that's like I'm wearing basketball shorts, my last pair of underwear, and a button up t shirt right now. Like that's how <laughs> the little laundry I have right now. Uh, I've worn sweatpants for two weeks. Different yeah. sweatpants, but I've literally I don't I used to never wear sweatpants. I used to hate sweatpants, Sammy. JJ. I was not a fan of sweatpants. <laughs> now I can't take the shits off. Oh shit. Sorry. We had one recording die because Marco died, and so uh we had to Oh, someone's back. Oh, there we go. Like, what ha- there we're go. back up. So I had to kick I had to kick uh Marco because he died. So we we won't record in there for a half a second, but we're still good. It's okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait, we found a setup that works. What? Oh, I think he's just saying that, like, you know, this this will work oh. moving forward. Okay, yeah, he was, on, he, he was on 50%. He was on 50%. We went almost two hours without him. But fuck, Marco, everybody, everybody, Marco. But point is, now the single guys, now the single guys can fucking talk. Now the single guys can talk about how fucking, like, Marco, oh, I have a girlfriend that lives with me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. I have no one. JJ, you have no one. Tommy, you have no one. We are lonely sure, no. and sad. Now, maybe JJ not so much because he, you know, is in his element. But fuck, man. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. Like, Tommy, you were in a long term. Oh, my God. I just realized that, Tommy, you were in a long term relationship. Eight years, yeah. right? Eight years. And and you knew and she knew rather you had talked to me in kind of private that, you know, you were kind of feeling like it wasn't going to work out. Could you admit that on air yeah. in front of everybody? I, I can't. Okay. I can't. And then she broke up eventually and she brought it to you. And therefore you were like, yeah, that's fine. And then you all broke up. Imagine, right. imagine putting up the front right now in fucking coronavirus world. Like oh I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you got I, out when you did. I just have to change I think the, about the it Every fucking day is like, yeah, it wouldn't have worked anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we would have been stuck with each other. Like the book rates are sky high right now. I don't know if you realize that. Like people are divorcing through this shit. Just yeah. from it. Right. <laughs> it's been three weeks. It is three weeks of this. And that's all they can t- that's all they can tolerate is three weeks of each other after years of marriage. Because right. someone chews too loud or So just- when this is over, Sam. <laughs> oh <Right>. yeah. <laughs> fucking re- up. The waters are gonna be overflowing re- with re- fish. Rebounding <laughs> Rebounding MILFs, man. That should be the name of my <laughs> mini series. <laughs> <laughs> God, rebounding what, what mills. It's gonna look like, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Like, I, like that first weekend when we're allowed to go out. Like, I think well, the coronavirus will still exist. It's gonna be like the party from the Matrix. Like, it's gonna yeah. be fucking no, insane. no. It's People gonna be fucking in front of- <laughs> while techno, techno music is playing. In no, background. it's gonna be the fucking Blood Raven Blade One. Like- <laughs> it's gonna be that. It's gonna be the party from the Matrix. It's gonna be Project X all rolled into one fucking thing. Like, like you gotta imagine. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah. Like key in the chat. Put it. People it's are going to be, like- be fucking. Like they're gonna be. Fucking, I gotta have a baby boom from this shit. Bro. See, you would think it would be now because everyone's stuck in with each other, and that, that's the way it started off. Sammy lingerie sales were sky high; they were up. Yeah, they were up higher than anything with like lingerie and leggings. 
So people had that in mind until they started talking to their significant other. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I don't know how I can tolerate this. This is rough. See, they had fucking on the mind, but it did not work out. That's going to happen after the shit's over and everyone's just thrilled to be able to be out and just, you know, interact with people. I'm being hyperbolous right now, but I am not using a condom. I am fucking everyone without a condom. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like a joke for air, but I am not using a condom. Like like it's a joke for comedy. This is a comedy show. But it's also the truth. But I'm fucking raw everywhere. (laughs) I am I am planting my seed in as many fields as I can. I will Genghis Khan Austin, Texas. I do not care. I will Genghis Khan Austin, Texas, and then salt their front door just because that's history. We've we've already made salting the earth jokes twice this podcast. <laughs> I wanted to make it a solid three, but like it's gonna be mayhem, and I thrive in mayhem. Like yeah. if you if a girl gives be. me if a girl gives me half a bit of chance, I can capitalize on that because I'm good with my words. I'm good as you know. I'm a nice person, I guess I would say. That's about as far as I'll go. I'll let you guys compliment who I am <laughs> as a are. person. But I like think you're a nice guy. But at the same time, I know that if a girl gives me a chance, it's kind of flirting with me a little bit. I can capitalize, and that just means that I say the right things. I'm not a dumbass. I'm respectful. And I can make it happen if it, you know, if the cards are, you know, there, and she says okay, then I can make it happen. You but, will not be as dedicated as you will be once this shit is over. Oh, once this shit is over, I am lying out the ass. I'm a hedge fund manager. I'll have some money saved up. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, some money saved up because I'm not going out and shit. I am going to buy all. The fucking lap dances. I'm going to buy all the drinks and I'm going to buy, I'm not going to buy the women, but I will make sure we are in good company with the money I'm spending. That's how I'm fucking going out with this shit, dude. I am sick and tired of being in my house. (laughs) (laughs) So before everything went down, I don't know if you guys watched the Angry Joe show on YouTube, but other Joe lives in Austin or in close to Austin and he's my friend. And so like, he's got like thousands of subscribers. He's a cool dude. But he's like my friend. He goes like, hey, bro, let's go out. I'm like, bro, it's quarantine times. Like, it was right before it started. Like, the, the first uh-huh. week it started. He's like, come out, bro. I'm like, nah, I don't know, dude. Like, people are dying. He's like, come out. I'm like, fine. <laughs> and so I went to, like, the Rose Room where they have, like, steam and I was talking to people. It's a Las Vegas nightclub is the, what the yeah, Rose Room is. It's a Las <laughs> Vegas exactly style light club in Austin. And I'm over here, like ordering only bottled drinks because I don't want them to fuck their fingers and shit. Like not, I'm like, I'm still worried about getting fucking sick, but I'm also in a club with a hundred people. And yeah, it's like and him, one of the clubs from John wick. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just there just fucking like partying and dancing. And that was the last time I went out. Cause I go, you know what? I, I know I'm not going to go out when this quarantine happens, like when it goes for legit. So I know this is the last time I was going out and it was still kind of light but I miss that so, so much because there was like girls, I was buying girls drinks and dancing and having a good time. There was a limbo pole. And I was like, this is great times. And I miss those great times. No, fuck them. that, Sammy. Packed right now. This shit's over, dude. We're going out like every weekend for. Oh, like I'm, I'm going months. to. I'm like, so <laughs> Friday night, no, Thursday night going out, Friday night going out, Saturday yeah. night clubbing. Sunday night fucking brunch. Wherever the Hell. girls are brunching, I am going to brunch. I you will leave what? you guys and I will join the brunch no. group hey, buying carats. that. You will not be alone because I'm going to be right there with you. Right Tommy, there with you, Sammy. Tommy, we're buying a round of carats for all the bitches. 
We're getting, yes. we're getting these girls drunk off mimosas. And and, and and we will get their consent because we will also be drunk on mimosas. I was about to say, we're going to all be on the exact same level. Yes. Mistakes might be made. Yes, and definitely any on person. On parts, but hey, you know, if whatever. If anybody <laughs> has sex with me, I consider it a mistake. So, <laughs> that's the thing, man. I, I crack myself up. I'm like, man, the girls who date me have horrible taste. What the fuck's wrong with them? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh. I know it's a dark joke, but it's it's a joke nonetheless. <laughs> it's a it's a joke nonetheless because that's the thing I always like. I was like, man, the girls that like me they have terrible taste. What's wrong with them? Like, it just makes me laugh because you know I know I'm okay. I'm a good dude. I I don't do anything crazy, but uh, it's just like I'm not like super fucking supermodel handsome. Like some girls are supermodel cute and they're normal. So like you know dating apps they can find whoever they want because they're fucking cute. I'm a okay looking dude. But I know my strengths lie in my verbiage and my words and my presence, and I don't have any presence right now because I'm in my house. It's, a, <laughs> it, it's like it's like my only strength is my weakness right now. So, and JJ, you're the same way. You're the fucking strong and silent type. Girls fucking love the strong and silent type. It pisses me off, JJ, because that's your skill set. I'm sorry, I was being silent. <laughs> I was being silent and strong. He's being he's being mysterious, guys. Because that's the thing. I'm the one making an ass of myself, and you're over there like, huh, yeah. And girls are like, oh my god, say more. And you're like, nah. <laughs> and so Tommy, and then Tommy, so Tommy, I actually learned what you were. I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so I'm so glad, JJ, you're here for the story. Marco, I'm sad that you're not here. Hopefully you're listening on Twitch. But I think we'll end with this story because it's getting a little late. It is. But yeah, we've gone two hours. Great place to end, though. But <laughs> but so, JJ, remember before the quarantine times, I went and got this couch that's living yeah. in my house right now? Yeah. So Tommy has a truck. And I go, Tommy, can I borrow your truck where I'm getting a couch? It's like 60 bucks. I want it. I need it. It's 60 bucks. It's a nice couch. Yeah. So Tommy and I, we, we meet up at this place and it's an apartment complex and we're like, okay, hey, we're outside. And the girl goes, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you out there. Uh, 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 I have to unlock the gate and you got to go up the gate and go up the third store. Okay. And uh, okay. It's like, okay, wow. You said a lot of okays there. Yeah. She's like kind of excitable, but whatever. It's cool. It's a sixty dollar. Uh, it's a sixty dollar eccentric. Couch. I would say it's Exce- eccentric, at least initially, yeah. right? So eccentric. Right. And so, so JJ, you've seen the couch I have. The couch is very nice. Would you say? Yeah, more than sixty dollars yeah, worth. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a nice couch. My it's... piece of shit couch that I have cost me a hundred. Oh no! <laughs> and it's a piece of crap. <laughs> hey, your couch was nice. I sat in your couch one time. <laughs> it's nice. Point is, we go up there, and the girl opens the gate. And Tommy rolls his car up and she goes, okay, yeah, just go to the third floor. And she walked away for half a second to walk up the stairs. And she goes, nah, fuck it. And she jumps in the back of Tommy's truck. Yeah. So there's a front seat and there's a back seat. And she goes in the back seat. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa okay. She's like, yeah, fuck that. I was going to walk. And we're like, yeah. And me and Tommy were like, wow, this girl's kind of cool. She just don't give a fuck. Because she's like joking. Oh. Like, oh, sorry, guys. I was smoking this and that, blah, blah, blah. So me and Tommy are like, oh, this girl's kind of cool. Like, just off the bat, cool-ass girl. Yeah. And so then we park in the third story. We go, we walk up, and she goes, guys, if you fucking complain, if you say one thing about my fucking room being cold, I will throw you guys out. And we're like, whoa, what the fuck? Okay, we go in there. <laughs> Tommy, am I lying so far? 
You are not. Okay. This I'm is just here for accurate. a couch, lady. Like, I don't know yeah. what you expect. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, so in for a treat, JJ. <laughs> so, so, JJ, we walk in and it's 60 degrees, like 62 degrees. Like, the air conditioning has been running cold for eight hours for sure. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, it's cold as shit, but we're not going to say anything because she's going to yell at us. Okay. So me and Tommy are like, okay, there's a couch. There it is. Oh man, it's a little bit bigger than we realized. Okay. So uh let's uh let's go get it. And she's like, no, hold on. Do you guys need anything else? What? Do you need anything else? Like, I'm just like, I gotta move out. Like my my dad and my mom, and like they said I couldn't stay here, and so like they have to come home because my grandma's sick. So do you guys need anything else? I was like, what? Um I don't know. You got some pots and pans. Yeah, I got pots and pans, whatever, whatever. So she's like trying to sell us all the rest of her shit. Yeah, <laughs> in the home, she's like, "I got the toaster. You want the toaster? How much is the toaster? I don't know, ten bucks. Yeah, I'll give you two for ten bucks. Yeah, you want the toaster? It's like it's like premium toaster. Here, have the toaster. Okay. So, um, there's this cool sign she has. She has two cool signs that I want. One is a Morton salt tin thermometer, like an old timey fucking thermometer, and then yeah. she has a rope signature that says beach. And I was like, man, my bathroom could use that. My kitchen could use that. So, for the salt thing, how much do you want for it? Oh, well, well, my mom, my mom works for Morton Salt and like she's like a billionaire and like do you know what the catchphrase is? Don't look. Do you know what the catchphrase is? Excuse me? When it rains it pours. <laughs> JJ, why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I read the labels, man. <laughs> oh, but then she Hey, we, I can't lie though, Sammy. She did hit us with a very interesting question that we did both have to sit back and think about. What was that? And we were like, it was, so do you know how much salt Morton sells? Do you, do you realize <laughs> That's right. how much money they make? And we're both like, I mean, a good amount, I like, guess. We're like, we're, like, you know? we're like potato chips. She was like, of course, fucking she's potato like, chips. like, no, everything. <laughs> Ev- Salt's in everything yeah <laughs> I was like, okay. so what you thought about it you were like holy shit you know i'm sure they make a lot of fucking money actually because salt is everywhere and so yeah. here we here we are with the fucking it's even in video games <laughs> look at all these salty motherfuckers <laughs> so, so, so jj we're we're in the same room as a morton salt heiress like i'm not saying she owns the company but her mom was very high up in the company like she made it right. overt to the point where yeah. she was moving out of this place, and the guy that came in that was one of her roommates built an app like three years ago, he's a, and is a millionaire, he's a fucking tech millionaire, yeah. he's a tech millionaire. Like her roommate came by, and he looked like one. Yeah, like he had the puffy vest, <laughs> looked like a fucking uh, extra from like Silicon Valley, uh, yeah, Big Bang Theory or some shit. No, because like he walked in, he's like, "Hey, you know," and I was like, "Oh, we're just here to buy the couch." She's like, "Oh, cool, man." Like, uh, so you gonna do that thing? She's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do it." And he's like, "All right, then." He like winked and like snapped his fingers. He's like, "All right, guys, I'll see you later." <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, hey, take it easy. And then she's like, yeah, that guy's like a millionaire. He invented an app or whatever. And I was like, that guy's a millionaire? Oh, shit. He's definitely fucking you. And so uh, (laughs) I didn't say that because this girl with her conversations and her dancing and her music, like she would would be talking just like this. And she'd be like, hold on, hold on. I want to chase a song. And she would put on some like booty popping music. And, and so then she would start booty pop. And then she would start booty popping. <laughs> and this is a thick white woman. And me and Tommy are like, we are going to catch a case. 
We're going to catch a case. Yeah. Someone's going to walk in and we're going to catch a case. Kind of a weakness case. of mine. I don't know about you, <laughs> um, Tommy, excuse me. I lived in Santa Barbara, California for seven years. Could you she tell me? from a, the Bay. Can she you? No, exactly no, no. from where you were from. No, that's not from the Bay. She's from Northern Cal. I'm from Central Cal. Okay. Santa Barbara's it's in Southern Cal. It's all, no, but white women in California are all the same. So, especially <laughs> especially from the age of 19 to 24, which she was, they all like to fucking party. And so I have an affinity for that because Santa Barbara is nothing but fucking white women dancing at the club. So I'm watching this like, holy shit, she's just twerking. Fucking great. She kind of has a butt on her or hips at the very least. Tommy is like, I'm going to shut the fuck up because she is just doing her thing. And uh, JJ, there is video. When we get the video podcast back up, we <laughs> have video of her. She's twerking behind me as I'm explaining to her what the fuck is happening. Like, she did not care. She did not <laughs> care. She was twerking on me and, and, like, she started bagging up on me. I'm like, so we're here trying to get a couch and she's just dancing. Like, literally, that's the whole video, right, Tommy? That's pretty much it. Yeah. And, like, it's. Chaos. She did not give a fuck. She did not. She, she had. Care at all, she dude. did not give a shit. It was white privilege to the nth degree. Oh, the nth, nth degree. She did have to make note that she was not racist. Yes, because she, <laughs> but but she got beat up. She got beat up in her first week here by four black women. She had to four say they were black men. women, but she went I out partying. Out she fought and got her ass beat. Uh, uh, but uh, Sam, Sam. Mm-hmm. But the reason why. Was because their boyfriends were hitting on her. Yeah, yeah. Got to yeah. leave. Got to put that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was not her fault that their boyfriends were hitting on the thick white woman. Right. And the fact that she got punched in the back of the head and then dragged through the street by four black women was not her fault. But JJ. she fought though. She did fight. She didn't give a fuck. She starts swinging and she got like, arrested. No one is exactly. And, and she was the one that got arrested. Yeah. She was the one that got arrested because she was beating a black woman. And she was like, "I know that wasn't a good look, but I had to fight back. I was gonna die." And I was like, "Sure, lady." She's like, <laughs> and my, and "When I say lady, when I say lady, she's like twenty three or twenty two, and I'm just like, oh my god, JJ. By the way." 75 minutes have elapsed since us getting into the apartment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This trying to be a quick thing for me. I have to go to work the next day. It's 11 o'clock at night. No, yeah. it's 10 o'clock at night at the very least because I got off work. It was off of when I got off work. So Tommy's there. We get out of that apartment at like 11, no, 12, 15, I think, right? Yeah. And then like fucking 12, 45 in the morning, we're lifting us by ourselves because it got too late for Marco, who's going to help us up the fucking three flights of stairs with this heavy ass couch. Me and Tommy are just fucking sweating and dying trying to get this damn thing up (laughs) (laughs) because we took so long. We got held up so long that Marco was like, oh, I'm in my bed naked already. Like, I don't want to go out. (laughs) And we were just like, oh, shit. Now we got to lift this fucking thing three stories. And me and Tommy are not in the best shape. We were going to get in shape when we broke up and got our own places. And not quarantining, but yeah. alas, here <laughs> we are. This whole thing. Alas, here we are. So, uh, yeah, that lady, that crazy white woman, she's in California now. She was moving out, and um, I got that born salt sign. I could tell you, you that. <laughs> I got that born really, salt. You sign. haggled the fuck out of that sign, but you got it. And when it rains, and it pours. It pours. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and I think that's it for us, guys. Uh, we're right. two hours and 20 minutes, it looks like, or two hours and 14 minutes on the live stream. So uh, I'm going to see how this app does. It recorded one episode. It's recording this one now. So it should take all your local audio and bring it back in. So it should sound crystal clear in post. So for those of you watching, thank you for watching. You can find me, Sammy Gonzalez, at the underscore excellence. That's T-H-E underscore M-E. E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E. Just type in the Mexlins anywhere and you could find me. And you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Spotify, on all podcasting platforms you can find us. So just Google the Mexlins and you'll find us. JJ, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at SuperSayaJ, all one word, on Instagram or SuperSaya underscore J on Twitter. And they can find Marcos at JLMarcos52 on all forms of social media. Just look it up. And Tommy, where can they find you? They can find Tommy on Instagram, Tommy McGrew underscore art. And yeah, Tommy McGrew for Twitter. I'm not on there that much. But yeah, you're really not. But I'm yeah. on Twitter. If you look up the Twitter message. Twitter is an evil fucking thing. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter you can is... see all of my retweets I retweet much funnier people than me <laughs> Twitter is a monster and I'm kind of here for it because there's a lot of hoochie monsters and I'm for the hoochie monsters so hoochie monsters and Twitter is uncensored so I guess that is a benefit yeah alright well you know what everybody thank you for listening we had a lot of people listening just kind of last minute we're not usually on Saturdays and we're probably I don't know depends on how you guys feel if you want to do a top five Last minute, we got the equipment. I got Marco a fucking microphone that works. JJ, you were set. Tommy, you were set. Um, I kind of want to do this again sooner than later because this actually went off really well just as audio. So thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys for listening, everybody out there. And if you're watching and listening to post, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with people. We know you're sharing, right? And be sure to keep it fucking nice and easy. Lucky Shot 85 says, do it tomorrow. So... <laughs> I get off a little bit later, but it should be about the same time if we do. But anyway, we're all set, everybody. Good night. Good luck. Good evening. I was gonna do the fucking double toasted outro. Jesus Christ! I was like, <laughs> I was like, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you listen to this or watching this, is goodbye and excellence. That's our. That was our old school thing. <laughs> no, no, that, that was not good. That made nah. me wildly uncomfortable. No, nah, that excellence one. We used to do an old eighties fucking outro every time we do it because we would one because the song, uh, the show that we used to do was called the Fantastic Voyage, right? So you've heard the song Fantastic Voyage, not the Coolio one, but the original, oh. right, Tommy? Oh yeah. Right, so you know, and in the middle of that song, they go to the land of funk, to the land of funk, right? And so what we would yeah. do, what we would do at the end of our Fantastic Voyage podcast, because I got the name from the song, we would say, like, we would take you to the land of funk, to the land of funk, and then on the last one, we'd be like, to the land of... And then we would just hit this 80s metal, excellence! And so that's how we ended that old show. Bring that back. You guys want to do... Really? Are we? Do you want to do that every time so we can end this podcast? That's a lot of energy. All right. That's a lot of energy to end the show. All right, fucking Tommy. All right, JJ. All right, no, no, no. Live air right now. This is something I'm passing on from my brother and my cousin, my family, to y'all. So when I say to the land of funk, to the land of funk, to the land of funk, going deeper and deeper, we end it to the land of, and then we hit that excellence 80 note. JJ, I know you're in your element fucking silent as shit. I need you right now. Tommy, I know you're down because this is fucking dating you to what your actual age is, and for me, it's my shit. So... When we tell everybody thank you for listening and then thank you for letting us take you to 
To the land of funk. It's going to be all off key. It's fine. To the <laughs> land of funk. Funk. Here's the next part. To the land, to the land of... of. Hit it. Max Oh my god, that was perfect, guys. I love you. Throwback. <laughs> All right, good, good goodbye, everybody. <laughs> good, 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 goodbye, everybody. I miss titties. <laughs> <laughs>